Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Reed, alongside Nick McCormick, the lovely Mrs. Growing Corn, and my dog, Tucker. I think he's passed out on the floor now. Yeah, he's, he's calling taking it a nap. Yep. Okay, yep. So he's had enough. He's already bored with podcasting. <laughs> yep. He's done. He's out. Two seconds in. He's done. Sure <laughs> so tonight, done something I hadn't done in 25 years. Went to a high school basketball game. Yep. And man, how times Good have changed. Game. Yeah. And I got to commend the students for their sportsmanship because yeah. they got a hell of a lot more of that than we ever yeah, had. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, how we never... they didn't argue against one bad call. No. Yeah. Nope. I can remember leaving basketball games where I couldn't even talk. My voice was mm-hmm. completely gone from screaming the word fuck continually. <laughs> <laughs> I never got kicked out. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could be halfway out on the floor just screaming, and they just didn't do nothing. Of course, yeah. how are they going to enforce it? Because it wasn't like it was just me. It was... No, there was 50 people doing it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah, the times have kind of changed a little bit. There, there was little... no nuts and bolts, no elevator, <laughs> elevator. I mean, nope. Yeah, it's very disappointing in that regard. It was. Them kids would shit twice and die if they would have seen a video from 25 years ago. Oh, the nuts yeah. and bolts one was my favorite one yes. you pulled out. Yeah, that, my favorite I always one. that one. Like you were praying for a bad call at some oh, level. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Just so you could we yell. Just, we were dying to scream that from the stands. We yeah. were like, yes, something bad happened, please. <laughs> yep. As we sat here and look, I think... Mrs. Growing Corn, you got your earphones on backwards. Do I? Okay, so I, really I need do. to switch them? They might be a little more comfortable. Don't get it too close to the mic or it's going to squeak. There you go. Is there you go. Is that a little more comfortable? Left is right. It feels right absolutely left. the same exact way. So, really? But, well, all right. I'm good to go. Well, we tried to help. <laughs> yeah, tried to help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you've been listening to the Bushels and Barrels podcast. I have, and I really, really like it a lot. I'm t- really I've, like it a lot. I've been telling Ryan on the phone that... Stick with it. That, that podcast is going to go somewhere. It yeah. is. I, I, I really don't care what it. anybody says. That podcast is going to be more than just sitting in your living room shooting a shit. That yeah. podcast is going somewhere. Yeah, yep. absolutely. We'll, I we'll don't do listen to podcasts very often just because of the way my life works or whatever. And I haven't missed an episode yet. Yeah. So it's H- really Him and really his good. wife do a phenomenal job. They feed off each other great. They're both very knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. And they both add just the perfect amount of... Yeah. Of yeah. conversation back and forth. Right. And, uh, I always find myself as I'm listening to it, I want to dive into the conversation with them and add yeah. a little bit to it. And I'm like, oh, wait, I can, you know, or whatever. And I feel like that's a good thing to have with a podcast where you can interact with them. You feel like you want to interact with them. You feel like you're sitting down at a table talking to them and you want to have the conversation. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you haven't listened to it, uh, just go to any of the major platforms, Spotify. Mm-hmm. I think they just Apple. got on Apple. Yeah. And it's just bushels and barrels, mm-hmm. and it'll come up. And they're on probably their seventh or eighth one. Um, I think they just did their ninth one today. Or ninth one, okay, roughly yeah, ninth so, one today. So, yep. so check that out if you haven't checked it out yet. It's yeah. it's a phenomenal podcast, really good. And you just want to be in on the ground floor because I'm telling you, it's going somewhere. You can look back yeah. in 20 years and say I was there when that was a little bitty podcast going on in their living room. I was there. Did you listen to their uh, episode from last Friday? Not yet, I haven't. Okay, no. so I'm going to listen to it on the way to Louisville. Okay, so they actually were asked to do some voiceovers for uh, someone who's running for office or whatever, uh-uh. and that was really good. Nice. <laughs> they, did, they did a few voices, and it was really funny. I don't really feel funny. like you're going to get that call, Tony. <laughs> I don't think I am. I'd no, say. I mean, it depends on the platform, I right. guess. <laughs> we're up to 525,000 downloads awesome. collectively between all the podcasts, and that's been... Just a hair over a year. Sometime mm-hmm. in January of 21 when we started. 
And yes, that phone call has not come in yet, so we're not looking for it anytime soon. But hey, you know, you win some, you lose. Yeah, some. you it's never fine. know. It's you fine. never know. <laughs> so now we're just plugging away here this winter. Grain markets have been good. Sounds like Ukraine's going to get invaded by Russia. I yeah. think it's coming, which yeah. is going to be a major positive for grain markets. I think. Because there is a shitload of grain moves through that region. Ukraine's a giant corn producer. Yeah. You go shut that off, and it could be positive, but we're going to pay for it on the crude oil end well, and energy end. Sleepy Joe's got it handled. Oh, I'm for sure, sure. I'm sure it'll be fun. Yeah, this will just drive us to electric cars faster now. Yeah, but, no doubt. So, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of shit going on. On the grain side of things, I discovered, thanks to my lovely brother, the greatest invention, or in the grain industry that I've seen recently, because they don't make it a lot of advancements in the grain department, in my opinion. He got me. It doesn't help a ton. Well, it does help a lot. It'd be even better if he'd run it, But he, which he did, I guess. But he got me a all-poly shovel extended length handle. Really? And that shovel is awesome. No kidding. It's all one piece. It's probably a foot taller, roughly, than a normal grain shovel. Which for is way better for my back. Tall guy like you? For my tall, tall guy like me. And I just raked it across the, the floor that should be different than it is, but it's not. I didn't even need a broom after that. Like, it was good. You, no a little kidding. bit of stuff. You could leaf blow it away. <clears throat> so is it a telescoping handle like you can click? No, it's not telescoping. So it's, it's just it's, it's link, but it doesn't, it doesn't wiggle like a normal one does. It doesn't catch like an aluminum one does. It doesn't pinch your hand when the handle rolls like an aluminum one does with, you know, with the wood handle built into it. I think it was by like Leonard something or another. No kidding. Um, I should look that up before the deal. It's Leonard something. And and it's you know, it's the, all poly one piece. They're orange, so you can actually see them. Cool. Um, it's, it's super tickled. I'm, I'm not getting anything out of them. Like they're not sponsoring me or anything. But I was super impressed with it. it was, it's a nice shovel. Cool. I mean, it doesn't we, scoop, it doesn't scoop itself, but it's the next best thing. We really need to get on these grain bin manufacturers' ass at Louisville. You know, this has not changed <laughs> since the invention of grain bins. We're still shoveling shit yeah. out. Okay, we've got a power sweep now. Yeah. We've still got a sweep up behind it. God damn it. I yeah, want exactly. this thing spick yeah. and span. I want to do it. Yeah. yeah. Automate it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we got everything else on tractors, combines, shit that we never need or want or have to use. Well, the power sweep still has a wheel, Tony. And farming has taught me if you ain't on tracks, you got nothing. So it really ought to have, it should be on track. It should have a track out on the end. Yeah, I agree. It should have a track out sure. on the end. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Mr. Rollerball? I think that I think that's a great idea. And it worked pretty good for shoveling <laughs> snow because the truck never got stuck. So I dug him out with the same set, shovel. Multi-purpose. Multi-purpose. Did you have to use it when you dug us out? No, no I did not. No, no I no. just used okay, that's Ford right. Diesel Power for that, Carolyn. <laughs> yeah. We we had to dig ourselves out of that. Still disappointed in my buddy. I specifically <laughs> took. I'm like, I need you to run a video on this, but he did not get live footage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had my front end not slid over, we would have been. We we moved a good 15, 20 feet just by digging. We did. Good I could tell though, though. Like I could tell, I was like, we're we're sliding in. It's it's done. It's over. Just call Nick. Uh, be done with it. I'm four for four this year. I got you. I got another random dude with a Chevy on my way back to the shop one day, and I got that semi twice in one day loading grain out. So I'm I'm sitting pretty good. Yeah. On that. So yep. and we're just about out of winter, so you're gonna yeah. you're gonna hold a pretty strong record. And then I got stuck five times with my snowplow truck shoving <laughs> snow out in my own driveway. I'm really glad you brought that up because I was going to mention that. Oh my gosh. 
Like I'm, my guess is it was later in the evening and everything started to ice back over because it was getting cold. It was freezing up. Like I got, I haven't had zero trouble. It's an old state truck, snow plow. My, and and mind you, we're in the middle of the prairie, so his driveway's flat as a pancake yeah, and concrete, concrete and concrete. It's like it's not hard to plow. So I, I plow in the one time. I go to back up and it's on a slope and it just spins around backwards and I'm stuck. There I am. I can't move. And there's literally no snow. I'm just sitting there on a little thin layer of ice. I can't go forwards. I can't go backwards. So I finally get it out, so on and so forth, jockey around. I get stuck like four more times. I back out on the road. I'm like, I'm done with this. That's good enough. I'm leaving. I'm sitting on the road. I can't go. Here I am. I'm like, well, this is cute. I'm like, so I could go forward, but I couldn't make the turn past my mailbox. I'm like, here in a minute. Nick's going to get a new mailbox. I'm just going to drive over this thing with the plow, shove it off. You needed a chain-up zone driver. No, you had change. No, you no, made it. There I was, right smack dab in the middle of the goddamn road, and I couldn't move. You know, so then I'm like, I finally get going. I'm like, all right, I'm taking this damn thing back, getting back in the Ford. I'm done for the night. I meet my wife on the road. On a hill, she starts slowing down, wanting to talk to me. So I am waving like I'm Forrest Gump. Keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Because like, I stop. I'm like, I'm going to end up backing two miles back to the flat so I can attempt yeah. to get a run at this thing. And you again. told me I'm you like, had a load of rock on this. Yeah, it's got a whole load of rock on it. Like I said, I have never had that problem with it. My guess is it was, it was in the evening. It was freezing back over. That's somebody's probably got Goodyear tires on it. Probably does. <laughs> probably does. I pulled you out with Goodyear tires, though. This is they true. They were brand new. Brand new. I got them like, literally like the, the week before that. Only because that's the only thing I could get. But I had them on there before that. I like them, but they may be mad in the election, so I swore I wasn't going to buy anymore. But the three brands that I wanted to buy, I couldn't get. So I put Goodyear's on. But, yeah, that was a frustrating deal. Kelly's like, what can I do to help? And I'm like, Don't stop leave, me. Leave. <laughs> yeah, leave. Just, just go. Just, she had somewhere to go. I'm like, just go. Just go. I'm like, I couldn't get my other, you know, the truck I drove was at the shop. My other truck, I couldn't get out because I was blocking it with this truck. I'm like, well, I guess I'm just going to wedge some two-by-fours underneath here. And yeah. turns out what I finally got it done with was just brute force and horsepower. <laughs> yep. If you hammer out long enough, and that stupid automatic eventually would shift up enough, it would dog, and then I could move. But yep. You people who don't have to deal with snow and ice are so fortunate. I just mm-hmm. hate it. I cringe. I ah, just Every year, I hate it more and more. It's fun for a little bit. It's fun for the first day. The yeah. first day, it's exciting and it's fun, and you see it coming down. And you're like, "Oh, this is so exciting!" And then after that, it's like, yeah. "This is." Just I'm good to Christmas. Give me a white Christmas, and yeah. then the day after Christmas, ninety degrees, yeah. we're good to go. The kids were like, "We take a sledding." I'm like, "It's almost dark. <laughs> Don't really want to go," but I'm like, "No." My dad always did it for me. We always had four-wheelers, snowmobiles, all that stuff. Like, he didn't have to pull us a ton because we just go out on our own. I'm like, I don't really give him that liberty, and we don't have a snowmobile anymore because what the hell would you do with that? Yeah. 363 days of the year, you know? So, I'm like, yeah, I'll go. So, we, you know, in the dark, I kicked on all the shed lights and house lights so I can light up the whole yard pretty much. But none of the water was froze underneath the snow. So, every time I jumped the ditch, (laughs) we got done. They were literally dirt icicles from top to bottom. I've got a picture of it. It's hilarious. Like, I looked back. I stopped. I almost fell off the four-wheeler laughing so hard. You could not see that there was a human. It was just a block of dirt <laughs> water that was froze to them. Gosh. Their hair was froze to the sock caps. It was it was quite the deal. It was fun. Yeah. The, and so, for those of you listening, the, the town that we basically grew up in sets off of the highway. It sets along the highway, but to get in town, you got to turn off the highway. Yep. And so Main Street is a mile long, and it's a T road on each end of Main Street. Yep. So T road on one end, drive a mile. T road on the other, and that's the Main Street through town. Yep. And we used to sled behind trucks on car oh, hoods. Absolutely. 
And if you told me now, hey, I'm just going to take you down Main Street once on a car hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, I remember going just as fast as you could go on a four-wheeler and whipping out a donut and just spinning donuts down the road, you know, to the point that you would cut grooves in the ice, you know, and it was like washboard. And I'm like, that, there's none of that going on now. No. I don't even know where the kids go anymore. No, nah, well, it doesn't snow enough to really prepare for I was going to say, it. it never snows enough for a, that you have two days and that's it. The, the like, funniest one I ever saw on that, and I don't know if you were there or not, a buddy of ours had got a, a new Dodge not too long before that, and he was pulling everybody on sleds, and they had found this sled with a steering wheel. It was three skis, and you could steer it. And they were clipping along, and he put the guy behind him in a snowdrift and lost his glasses. <laughs> he planted him about three foot into that mm-hmm. snowdrift. He finally dug himself out and had to go to the eye doctor, get a new pair of glasses, because <laughs> there was no finding those. They're, they're probably laying along the road somewhere to this day. Yep. But, yeah. And it was funny. Every time it would snow in town, it was literally like the same six or eight of us yeah. that was out. Like no, done. it was four cell phones. You didn't talk to anybody. No, you just knew. You'd be coming down Main Street, not a soul in town, and you know, so you'd whip a donut by the post office. Then you look up, and oh, here comes my brother down the sidewalk <laughs> and his Ford Ranger. <laughs> the next thing you know, you got this big yeah. party going on in it. Yeah, passing each other doing donuts. Uh-huh. Whatever. Yeah, good times. Yes, it yeah. was. Uh, yeah, miss those. Yeah. How we never got killed, I'll never know. Mm-hmm. I know. But the, I don't know. The kids, I think the kids can just handle the cold so much better than I can now. Well, like, I tried to go out there and play with them the other day, and I lasted 20 minutes, and I was like, I'm I done. I remember being, I'm done. just like you said just the other day with your kids, being so cold from sledding or whatever yeah. that you know, mm-hmm. your gloves were froze, everything, and you didn't think nothing about it. With no, right. they, they weren't ready to stop, you know, but... Uh, Back then, we you know we had all the, you know, the snow suits and this, that, and the other. Well, I don't buy any of that stuff now because they outgrow them so fast, and it doesn't snow but one day a year. So exactly, you know, there's no reason to own them, you know. But that was the thing. Like we heard the snow was coming, and it was the mad dash. Do we even have snow clothes for our kids mm-hmm. to even wear? You know, and so you're scrambling, yeah. and then you try to go to the store to buy anything. There's nothing left no. because everybody else is doing the same thing you are. I had to get the sled out of the attic of the shed. I'm like, where's that thing even at? I I think it's we don't there. even have a there. real sled. So I bought a pretty good one a few years ago, and <clears> after I got it. It never snowed a, a lick after that. Like I tried two cheap ones. I tore them up behind the four wheeler. I bought a wheelbarrow and drilled holes in that and run rope through that, which that worked really good for a little bit. And then we hit a ditch and it, it kind of wasn't as good after that. Yeah. So I spent the money and got a really good sled. And this is the first time it snowed since I bought that sled. <laughs> yep. so, so yeah, we'll we cut a plastic it. 55 or it wasn't a 55. It was probably a 40 gallon drum, mm-hmm. cut it in half and then run an eyelet through the front. So the front, we left the, the bottom of the barrel end, basically. Yeah. So when you lay on it, you don't get all that yeah. snow in your face. You can kind of hide behind the shield there. Well, Apparently, the look do. on my son's eyes when he pulled into your driveway was, Is that right? was worth the price of admission right there. I was <laughs> like, you've never seen anybody light up like that in your life. And she's like, I'm not going to lie. It did look like fun. I kind of wanted to go. <laughs> she like, messaged me but that, that's later. Classic killer. Like, she kind of wanted to go. But she's not going. <laughs> I told her, she messaged me, and she was like, I kind of wanted to go. And I was like, you should have. I went on it, and I was like, it was a blast. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, the, like, you have to really duck behind it. And I'm just, I'm too big to duck way behind it. Yeah, so I get that. You just got to wear goggles or whatever yep. and hope But do you realize how many donuts we did behind a pickup truck on a car hood with, like, 50 foot of rope? Yeah. So when We're it was coming really around, get a swing on it. you're literally going probably 45 mile an hour in a donut. I remember my dad back in the day, he had a four, you know, four-wheel drive four-wheeler, and we put an 18 438 behind the four-wheeler, and then we would put, tie a rope 
from that tube to a semi-tube and tie another rope to another semi-tube. So that back guy is way back there. Oh, yeah. So every turn, it's like, I wonder if there's a road sign. Yep, wrapped him around a road sign. Oh, my we'll gosh. come around the block and get him again. I'm like, how <laughs> nobody ever nobody ever hit the road sign? Like, the rope would get wrapped around it, yep. pop the rope, we'd tie another knot in it. Nobody ever face-planted into the road sign, but... Yeah, you're you're 50 foot back there. I remember being out of our buddy's woods, just spinning donut after donut oh, on a yeah. car hood, just hell bent for election. Yeah. yeah. As a mom, that gives me so much anxiety. Oh my oh. gosh. I didn't think a thing about it, Caroline. Was there in the 80s and 90s? We're invincible. You just go, just go. No <laughs> safety equipment whatsoever. You oh, just I know. go. I- we we gotta get. Shank Lanko on this podcast. Yeah, we do. Just to represent the Ford 306 cylinder engine, <laughs> no doubt. Because I will. I will lay my money on anybody that's on TikTok listening to this podcast. Anything that anybody wants to lay, you will not find a truck that got ran harder, harder than that one. Than that one, I will assure you of that. I'll never forget the time he came to my house. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm just getting ready to call today." He came in the shop there, and I'm like, "It was about five o'clock." He's like, "Hop in the truck." I'm like, "Where are we going?" He's like, "Oh, junkyard roads snowed over. Let's go." <laughs> I'm like, "All right, that's fine." So we cruise down there. He's like, we got to come in from the backside. So we, we're going along. I'm like, dude, that's that's hood deep. He's like, I was just through here last night. It's no problem. Well, the wind had been blowing 40 mile an hour. Yeah. I'm like, it's hood deep. You're not going to make that. So he, you know, we hit it in fourth gear as fast as he can hit it. Yeah, this truck was a four-speed. Yeah, four-speed, bam. We get a pretty good ways, but eventually we're pushing hood deep snow and we're done. So it heat sees us because it was, it had a hard life. He's like, just give it a minute. It'll fire. I'm like, Really? He's, he pulls out a Marlboro Red, and he's like, yeah, give it a second. <laughs> Boom, fires right back off. We work back and forth, get it out. I'm like, all right, yeah, that was fun. We better head back. He's like, oh, no, we can make it. I'm like, make it? <laughs> it's a half mile of hood deep snow. We're not going to make it. He's like, let me get a run at it. So he gets a run at it. We do make it further, but it stalls the fan out. The belts are squealing. You know, we got snow <laughs> through the grill. It heat seizes again. He lights another red. Give it a minute. Boom, it fires. So he finally, we get so far out there, we're stuck. And he had a buddy with a half-ton Chevy that was behind us. He couldn't get close enough to us to even hook the damn strap. Oh, my God. So I get in his, I walk back there, get in his truck. I'm like, take me back to the shop. I'll get my truck or whatever. So we get my truck. I get close enough to him. We hook a strap, and I drag him out of there. And I had a 85 Ford diesel with a 6.9 with a turbo on it. I told my buddy that was with me, I'm like, watch this. He's like, what are you going to do? I clicked her in four low. I just wide open. As fast as I could go, I hit him hard because we were bumper to bumper. I hit him hard, got him jugged out, and I drove the whole half mile the other direction. He's like, we get out. He's like, God damn, you could have stopped. He's like, that thing, you know, reversing him isn't very fast. I had to kick it in neutral. I'm like, yeah, I know. He's yeah. like, I'm like, well, I thought if you fell off in that ravine, I wouldn't be going fast enough that I could keep you from falling in. He's like, I was having a hell of a time keeping it on the road. I'm like, yeah, I noticed, but I got you out, didn't I? Yeah. That truck out. was like a 79? Uh, Brock's, no, it was uh, like 82 or 3. Okay. And it had, what, 33s on it? 32? Yeah, you thirty ones probably. Yeah, you know, yeah, fairly 31s. good tires tires for a three hundred six. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. I'll never forget though. He'd rip the exhaust off, hit a ditch somewhere, <laughs> tore the exhaust clean off of it, just louder than piss. Got in with him one day. He's like, "Check it out. Got me a new Pro Stock." I'm like, "What are you talking about? 
He's like, pro stock pulling treader. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Puts her in fourth, fourth gear, gear and just holds it to the floor and just slowly starts letting the clutch out. That, and it sounded just like a pro stock. That clutch deserves a purple heart because he never had to put a clutch in that drive. No, never. That thing saw more abuse. Like, Ford really should have bought that back. Oh, that thing should be you in know, a museum. No you, doubt. You cannot fully appreciate the amount of abuse no. that thing took. No. It was unbelievable. No. And he was like that with anything. I mean, I remember yeah. you'd go over to his house on a random Wednesday at <laughs> 1 o'clock. He was in there with one of them spree scooters. Poor bleach all over the garage floor, just roasting the tire off when you walk up there. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, just yeah. just smoking the tires off. <laughs> like he told me one time, if they didn't want me to run it that hard, the accelerator wouldn't go that far down. <laughs> I'm like, you know. That's words to live by. <laughs> but he could actually drive stuff, though, yo. He had a brother. Okay. So so Brock was our, we called him Chank. He was our age. His brother Dan was two years older, and Dan was very particular. Yeah. Anything Dan had was pristine. Was pristine. The, I mean, he could buy a truck, a four-wheeler, whatever, have it for six years, and sell it, and it was just as nice the day he sold it as the day yeah. he bought it. Probably nicer. Brock would buy a new four-wheeler, and by 3 o'clock that afternoon, it was fucking demolished. <laughs> But he had more fun on it. But he had more, more fun, fun on it than Dan ever did. And so yeah. Dan, Dan was so careful. He'd be like, oh, this thing's a piece of shit. Brock's like, well, let me on it. And he'd get on it and just fucking. I'll never forget when we were riding four-wheelers hard and this, that, and the other. And uh, Dan had a new Banshee. He had a Yamaha Banshee. And he he was drag racing your brother on that dirt bike. Yep. And he got beat a few times, several times in a row. And Dan went walking over to the truck to get a drink. And Brock hopped up on that one. He wasn't allowed to ride Dan's stuff. Right, of course. <laughs> so he waited for, for Dan to get all the way over to the truck where it's too far away to come running back. He kicked that thing one time, fired it up, and he was sitting clear on the handlebars. And him and your brother lined up, and he just did it at about third or fourth gear. Boom. Dumped the clutch. He won that race. (laughs) That was the one and only time I think he ever got to run on that Banshee, but he won. He did win. (laughs) Yeah, Brock definitely had fun. (laughs) He could buy a $1,000 four-wheeler and have $4,000 worth of fun on it. (laughs) The first day. Yeah. Yeah, the first day. I never. He had an 88 Ford two-wheel drive. So we were bored one Sunday afternoon. And we'd been out smoking the tires on it or whatever because it would lay them about a, about a telephone pole width. You could spend because it didn't have pause. You could spend the one tire. I said, man, this can kind of hurt on my tires, but it sure is fun. I'm like, hold on a second. I got a set of really shitty tires that'll bolt right on this thing. So we went out to the shop, swapped on these two shitbox tires on the back. So it's sitting way down because they were small. And we went out. We smoked those tires all day long. Had a great time doing it. Brought it back, swapped it back. Nobody was ever the wiser. There's a bunch of little, small, narrow black marks all over. Yep. See, the the part that the average listener don't realize is you and I had people to test all this stuff for us we knew no, what a vehicle would take no, no. so we didn't have to do it to ours. so we're talking about chank but then i had a brother yeah bought a brand new truck and he'd tell us for years you guys are pissed your money away changing oil i had what 200 and some oh, thousand oh miles gosh, yeah. and i mean it was just as hard as chank lanko miles yes yes change the oil in it twice you guys are pissing your money you have to change your fucking oil in the truck <laughs> i think he, on the first oil the first on a brand new truck the first oil change i think he went to fifty-eight thousand miles <laughs> <laughs> change yeah, and then never change it again. And that truck was fucking destroyed when he got rid of it. What I always remember about your brother is, is like, 
you guys are wasting your money on four-wheel drive, too. Like, I can get through there in two-wheel drive. And he always did. And they, he did. Finally, he bought a four-wheel drive truck. He went, like, four foot and got stuck. Yeah, he, he was, was stuck. like, see? I never had this problem with my two-wheel drive. Yeah, he was stuck more when he got a four-wheel drive yeah. truck than he ever was. He was stuck all the time with that four-wheel drive. But remember his block one? I mean, that truck was fucking just... It would never seen the pavement. I mean, it was... Anywhere that a truck should not be is where that truck was, <laughs> yeah. and he trades it in. And so some guy calls him on him, and he's like, "Oh, I was just curious about that truck." He's, "Oh, yeah, that just Sunday driver never been off the bed." <laughs> yeah, yeah, never was on the bed. Yeah, he had traded it in. He didn't give. It <laughs> I remember I went out with him one time, and we're just cruising along. Next thing you know, we're just driving through this guy's backyard, like. He stops. He's like, well, that looks like an interesting program because we're looking through the guy's picture window, seeing what he's got on TV, <laughs> and it's pouring down rain, and I'm like, oh, my Lord. Yeah. This this guy's not going to be happy about this. He just nailed it, and off we went, and I'm like, oh, I'm not riding with you anymore. This is <laughs> yep. not a good plan. So when where we grew up, out in the country there, there was two dead-end roads a half a mile apart. And a lot of times, if somebody had never been to our house, they would go down the first dead-end road. Yeah. But you was off half mile. You needed to come back out, go down a half mile, and then yeah. come. And so, and then through the woods, like I say, it was just a half mile from yeah. road to road, you know. And so, I was 16, had a 79 F-250, two-wheel drive truck. Yeah. He had a new S10. It was a nice truck. Was. <laughs> was. Was being the key word. Yeah. <laughs> He'd been out one night, got all fucked up, drunk or whatever. <laughs> Takes the wrong dead end road to come home. He was so drunk, you know. <laughs> and so I wake. he wakes me up at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Of course, I was always one of them. I would go out and raise hell, but I was supposed to be home at midnight, and I was home at midnight. Yeah. I, I was never not so much. No, I was never late, never snuck out, none of that shit. Not him. Complete opposite of <laughs> being home when you're supposed to. So he, I'm laying in bed, sound asleep at like two thirty in the morning, three o'clock, whatever. I mean, it's way late. And all at once, somebody's shaking me. I wake up, and you, know, it takes you a minute to get your bearings. Where my brother's dinner is covered in mud. I mean, I didn't even hardly recognize him. It looks like swamp things. I mean, fucking mud head to toe. He's like, I'm stuck. He's like, you got to come pull me out for a moment. Dad, wake up. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? He's <laughs> like, so, no, just just come on. He's like, you got to go. You know, so we get in my truck, take on your way. And I think we pushed it back a little bit because my truck wasn't loud. But, but loud. No, so yeah. that Ford, it was somewhat loud. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so we get out of there or whatever and get up to the next road there. And he's like, the truck's right up here on your side or whatever. And keep driving. I'm like, where's it at? He's like, it's right here. And I'm like, where? And he's like, well, you passed it. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean I passed it? <laughs> Look down at the bottom of this hauler. <laughs> Completely drove clean off the fucking road down to this hauler. I mean, he was like 30 foot below the road, down in the trees. And fucking. Oh, and what they does. They put in a new power line. So they pushed all the brush back yeah. and they tilled it and reseeded it after they put the power line in. So it was just soup, mud. You know, we'd had all kinds of rain. And he got her buried down in there, and I jerked and jerked and finally got him out. And I had no more and got home and had just laid back down in bed. Light flips on the bedroom, and it was Mom. She's like, where have you been? I'm like, don't even fucking say that to me. I'm like, you need <laughs> to, go, to your son. Yeah, go one door over you and talk to your son. out? I wasn't going to take the fall for that. I was home where I was supposed to be. No, you were. You went and pulled him out. No, he was just helping them. Exactly. At that point, it was a search and rescue. <laughs> so did he get in trouble for it? I think he did. I don't remember did now. what. get in trouble? I didn't get in trouble. How many life. vehicles did your oldest brother go through? Like Initially, when he got oh, his license, it seemed, it seemed like he went through several pretty quick. 
Yeah, he was borderline high risk. Parents, everybody's like, oh, the youngest child gets by with everything. Well, in Tony and I's defense, we were way more mild than our older siblings. <laughs> exactly. Like, at some point in time, we had to be a relief. Right. It's, like, not so, that we didn't do some stuff we shouldn't have yes, done. My brother, told, my brother told the vehicle three hours after he got his driver's license. Three oh hours. Oh, my gosh. I did not know that. But Three hours. See, we, we learned. In his defense, he didn't get his license when he was supposed to because driver's ed was behind. He should have got his license in November. He got it in January, and the snow was on ice, and he got hooked on some ruts and a ranger and rolled it. Yep. I remember that. But in, in Nick and I's defense, we did learn from experience. So it's like, okay, I don't really need to take my truck out on the three inches of ice in the pond. <laughs> no, I've, I've seen like first, I've seen yeah. firsthand what can happen here. Yeah. I don't really this need to do that. <laughs> and all those older morons were like still trying to impress us. So it's like, ah, let's hop in my truck and do this. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. We'll, 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 we'll ride. Yeah. You know? Bet you can't make it. Yeah. <laughs> Tony and I have witnessed a lot of stupid shit, but we did not necessarily participate in all right. of it. But exactly. how much of that did you instigate? Because this is what oh, I always, fair always say about Tony. He is the master, <laughs> master instigator. instigator. And then he will goad or whatever people into doing things and then they do it and he's just sitting he's like I don't, hey. I don't know what's going on but Tony I don't defense <laughs> out one night but he's got a different truck pretty hot it was it ran well Tony drove it he's like take it for a cruise runs pretty good I drove it no problems we're staying on the patio of our buddy's house just but having a cold beer this. <laughs> next thing we know we hear a lot of cr- a lot of crashing and booming and crunching <laughs> they did not have the success level that Tony and I did. <laughs> but what did you encourage them to do? Before we didn't they know we were a half a mile away. We are a mile away down here. We had nothing to do with that. <laughs> we we had just seen from years past yeah. that if you do certain things, if, you, if you're in a truck on like 38-inch tires that's a very hot-running truck, don't let out. Don't do a bunch of donuts and then all at <laughs> once let off because the truck will roll over <laughs> when it's got a big oh, lift kit on. When that swamper catches, it's going to roll you over. Yeah, like my dad and Clint Eastwood always told me, a man's got to know his limitations. Exactly. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, and I knew my limitations. My Nick limitations I, were, I didn't have the money to do all that dumb shit. Exactly. But it sure was fun to watch. But you would definitely encourage the oh, others to do it. Absolutely. absolutely. Well, yeah. Absolutely. It was pretty easy to do. Like, you didn't this have to do a lot of product. difference between guys and girls. Like, I never did this kind of stuff. Girls were always trying to, like, play it safe and this, that, and the other on stuff like that. Guys were like... You know what? I think you can run through that wall. I think if you start way back here, you can make it. In our buddy's woods, there was like these three big dips. And we'd always jump them with four-wheelers, trucks, whatever. But it didn't take very long. Their, their lane was about a half mile. Your brother lives there now. We would start at the road. So you could get to wide open speed, maxed out on a four-wheeler to jump these hills. That's not something girls are ever going to do. You guys are going to ride over. Not. You guys are going to cruise Absolutely over them at 20 mile an hour. It's we're never like, even going to cross our mind to try to do that. We're, we're thinking, well, if the neighbor put a driveway in right across from this one, <laughs> we could start another half mile oh, over. I bet we could get three no. more mile an hour out of this thing before we hit it. No, no, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I, I don't, don't know how girls have fun when they're in yeah, their teenage years. We have like lots of fun. We you just... sat on the bus and wrote book, <laughs> read books. Okay, yeah. so I'm not a tip like, oh, don't use that. I was a nerd, and I'm still a nerd. So I know. I'm just going to say that. Like, <laughs> the highlight of my life was I was like, oh, I'm going to sit on the bus and read Babysitter's Club. Yeah, Yay! Good times, yeah. I'm so excited. I took my wife out in a razor one time to your house. We whipped like two donuts. She's like, you can stop that right now. Don't do any more of those. I'm like, 
<laughs> okay. Well, I guess we're not getting one of these. We're not having any fun. Okay. <laughs> and well, it's 6.15. It's about yeah. your bedtime. If, I, if, I, if I spin around the truck on the ice, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, whipping some shitties. Right. And she's like, ah, you're going to get us in a wreck. I'm like, we're in the middle of a 30-acre flat parking lot. Right. What are we going to hit? And it's pure ice. We're it's not going to grab. Ice. We're, we're not going to hit. Yeah. 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 It, it's fine. It's okay. Yep. Sounds a lot like my wife. That's how you yeah. learn how to drive on the ice and snow is learning to counter steer for donuts we're just uh, like like so perfect example the other day whenever tony decided we had to go to menards to get this thermostat because it was crisis level in a in a blizzard (laughs) this is what we need to do and i told him i said this is not a good idea and And i pulled out the clark griswold card and said oh it's all part of the experience (laughs) it literally did and i was like Okay, we're going to be fine. It's fine. It we're was just fine. Go it was fine. And it was. It was totally, totally fine. But that being said, the entire time I was literally in my seat, I was like, please, God, just let us get us home safe. Please just let us get to home safe. Please, there please, was, please. There was two. Literally. I told my kids, there's two take-homes from this trip. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the two. Don't trust your dad. You guys always try to leave this house when it's zero degrees with no coats, yeah. no blah, blah, blah. Got it like, with you. Here's a prime example why you need that stuff yeah. now. And you don't then have to two, wear it, but keep it with you. Exactly. And then I'm, and two, I'm like, just think, kids, you can drive through here in July when it's hard and hell be like, we got stuck right, right here in the right snow. Here, right here. <laughs> so, I would never do it on my own. That being said, I had fun. You had fun. The funniest part was watching him <laughs> trying to shovel us out. And whenever he walked into that ditch and just disappeared, I was like, dang it, I wish I'd had my so camera. I was talking to, one, to Jake Lank on the phone when you called. I'm like, hey, Tony's calling. I got to let you go. I'll call you back. So you called. Hey, is this AAA? I'm like, yeah, no problem. What do you need? So you tell me something. I call Brock right back. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, nothing. You just talked to me. I'm like, put your snow boots back on. We got to go. He's like, well, where are we going? I'm like, oh, we're going to go get Tony pulled out. Then we're going to go for lunch. All right, no problem. So we we go out there, pull you out. I'm like, you know, I really wish I hadn't called you. He's like, why is that? I'm like, because what the hell am I going to do if I get stuck trying to get it? Exactly. I'm like, I got nobody to call. You are my backup. So we get him out or whatever. And so his mom calls. And when right after we got you pulled out, and she's like, you're not out in this, are you? He's like, yeah, we're doing some shit. I'll call you back later. <laughs> and I can hear him saying that. So he's like, we got to go to town. He's like, like, this storm ain't that bad. Everything's closed, though. He's like, I need cigarettes, and we got to have lunch, and so on and so forth. I'm like, all right, so we'll go to town. So we go to town and whatnot. He's like, I cannot believe all this shit's closed. Like, when we were kids, nothing was shut down for this measly little snow. And I'm like, I'm with you. It shouldn't be this way. So we go to the one gas station that's open. The gal's like, we've never been this busy. Like, is every other gas station closed? She's like, I'm just working my butt off in here today. I'm like, well, yeah, actually, you are the only gas station open. And in their defense, on the way to Effingham, which from where I live is 20 miles. That's the biggest town around here. It's 14,000, 13, 14,000 people. Mm. Yeah. The highway was the worst I had ever seen mm-hmm. it in my life. They had not even attempted to play. And it usually they'll, they'll at it least run it through once and then maybe seven, eight hours. Even if the wind's right. blowing, they'll try to right. hit it they'll once try every to do eight something. Hours. And they, they weren't did, even. They hadn't even touched that fuck. I didn't think it was all that bad anywhere. A buddy of mine called me later on. He's like, you still at work? I'm like, yeah. Why? He's like, oh, they sent us home, man. It's, it's terrible in Effingham. I'm like, really? I was just there. <laughs> he's like, but. I'm like, I just went there for lunch. And he's like. Oh, no, you didn't, man. He's like, it's a sheet of ice. He's like, I was just over here. I'm like, that's right where I was. <laughs> He's like, oh, man, it's, it's miserable. He's like, I can't get anywhere. I'm like, all right, Mom, I don't know. <laughs> so then, then the next day I talked to him. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm at work. I'm like, they sent you home in the rain because it was too bad. Today, we got six inches of snow and you went to work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, sitting in the Menards parking lot. When I went inside to get something for work, the snow's been blowing around him. He was in the minivan, the company minivan. He was stuck in a parking lot. It, it, it had drifted. Oh, my shut. gosh. So, like, so they sent you home yesterday when, <laughs> when I would say it wasn't that bad. And today you're at work again for no reason, and you're stuck in the Menards parking the, lot. The best part of our entire trip was was right there at Menards. That's where the restaurant row is. I mean, it is every restaurant yeah. under the sun. We pull out there. And I, I can't drive past a Little Caesars without getting a hot and ready pizza. <laughs> So we pull out, and I told the wife, I said, I'm going to Little Caesars. And she's like, there's no way they're open. I mean, fucking everything. McDonald's, Arby's. I mean, it was all Everything closed. was closed. Every, like, I, said, I was flabbergasted. I said, Arby's was open. We went there. I said, I got faith in Little Caesars. We fucking roll up there. They're open. I'm like, fuck yeah, two hot ready, baby. She's like, I cannot believe this place is open. I mean, it was like a fucking ghost. The Those people got nowhere was, to go. They, got, they probably picture. live there. They got nowhere to go. I took a picture of, because the pizza was too hot and Tony was starving, so he was holding it out the window to cool it off. And I took a picture. That's and I awesome. had like three people message me, where'd you guys get pizza? We've been dying for pizza all day. And I was like, the only place open in Effingham, Little Caesars. Yeah, Little Caesars. Pizza, it pizza. Was, it was bad enough they were on the border of closing Walmart, but Little Caesars mm-hmm. was open. Yeah. Like, oh. mm-hmm. Damn right. Yeah, I was impressed. I could not believe they were open. And yeah, whenever we came around, you were like, are they open? Because we had bets going. And I was like, their open sign is on. I cannot believe it. Uh Could not believe it. So speaking of restaurants, you know, the farm show is coming up next week. Or you you guys might be listening to this on your way down. Always went to the Cardinal right outside of the fairgrounds there at, uh, at Louisville. It's closed now. It's like crisis lockdown for my family. It's like, I don't know what we're going to do. Like we eat. Is that like a sports bar type? Yeah, kind of sort of. It was, it was based on, you know, Louisville sports, mm-hmm. whatever. Super nice place. Great food. Good service. Great place. It's closed now, apparently. So, I don't know what I'm going to do. Now, I'm going to have to drive around. Like, because you, you, you could walk there from, from where we sure. stay and from the farm show, so on and so forth. Or drive. You know, it's, it's pretty close. So, now, I don't know what we're going to do, but we'll find some place. I'm not going to miss a meal. Well, I'll find a place. But <laughs> I, I always, I'm sure you'll find a place yeah, to eat I'll find while a few you're down places. there. Yeah. That's the bad part. I always hate when you're... On the road somewhere because it's like, man, I'm not eating McDonald's. Yeah, we got McDonald's. At yeah, home. I'm, a, I'm a creature yeah. of habit. You know, I like to go there. That was my place. <clears throat> and we, we'll eat a couple steak dinners here and there somewhere else, but generally that's where we went. Right. So it's going to be a little bit different this year, I guess. And we'll, we'll make do. But yeah, I always feel like whenever you're traveling, you know, you're you you just get in this mode of traveling or whatever. And you're like, well, yes, we have a McDonald's at home, but let's just eat it so we can eat and get back on the road and get going or whatever, you know. But once you reach your destination, (laughs) no, but once you reach your destination, you're like, no, well, I am. He's not. Tony's like McDonald's all the way, Burger King. And if we can find a Hardee's, that's the golden. I'll usually bypass McDonald's, but yeah, if we got a Hardee's or something like that, oh, yeah. I'm totally different. Now, it depends on my destination. So, like, if we're going to see Kelly's in-laws, I'm in no super hurry. I love them to death. But there literally is no restaurants for the last, like, four four hours of that drive. So, you're going to stop in Duluth and eat. So I have Minnesota, the only yeah. state that didn't vote for Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Thanks a lot, <laughs> jackass. We but, always have to throw that. We mentioned yeah, Minnesota. No doubt, no doubt. So I always find a steakhouse in there somewhere to eat because you have to eat. And Kelly used to balk on that and fight me on it. But now she realizes, like, it's a it's a dirty-ass subway that is too disgusting to eat at or nothing if you don't eat there. Like, you're right. going to eat in Duluth, and you're going to make the extra leg of the trip. So it depends on where I'm going. Like when we go to Florida or whatever, I can tell you right now, I'm going to stop in Paducah, Kentucky, and I'm going to eat the Longhorn. It's really good. 
We don't have a Longhorn close. I like to go there. So I usually plan our our departure time to where I can hit that about 11.05, <laughs> right when they open, swing in there, grab myself a steak, wheel on down. Nice. Kelly's like, really, we can't run through fast food? They're like, there's a Chick-fil-A. There's a, I'm like, no, we're going we're gonna to stop. We're going to eat steak. It's going to be fine. That's what we're going to do. I've never ate a Chick-fil-A. Oh. My family loves it. I'll go through them. They're fine. I'm like, they're always super swamp busy. And I'm like, I don't seek out chicken. It's like, just, I'll eat chicken, I'm but I'm not going anywhere for chicken. I, I only eat chicken skin. That's the only part of the oh chicken worthy. Is this their, their sandwiches are phenomenal. Their service is awesome, but I'm not seeking out chicken. No. Like if I'm, I want steak or some fast food burger. Not knocking you, eat. chicken farmers. I love eggs. I eat more eggs than probably my wife is mesmerized by the amount of eggs that I eat. She's like, you know, my kids are getting kind of tired of eggs. I'm like, I don't understand. She's like, what do you mean you don't understand? They're like, they're getting tired of eggs for breakfast. And I'm like, I'm 42. I've had eggs for breakfast. Every day since I was old enough to eat eggs. Roughly 41 years worth of eggs. I'm like, I don't understand how you get tired of eggs. Like, they're yeah. delicious. Yeah, yeah, I can make them a different way. Would you like them scrambled over easy? How do you want them? I'll throw something in, take something out, whatever you want. Now, I think they'd rather have something else today. Well, newsflash, I'm making eggs. <laughs> so, I'm they don't have to eat them, that's fine. But I'm making eggs. If you don't want them, I'll give them to the dog who makes their coat shiny. So, I don't care. I'm with, I'm kind of with you on this. Like we, we're not big breakfast eaters in our house. Oh, like, I love breakfast. We just don't. But at the same time, there's so many things you can do with eggs. Yeah, How and I'm like, what else do you eat for them? breakfast? She's like, what? Well, can't you think of something else? I'm like, nothing else is even remotely healthy for you. That's exactly. breakfast, like waffles, pancakes. Oh, let's find, yeah, exactly. Like, let's no, have that's a cinnamon just, roll. Or not, a, not that I'm the picture of health, but I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna go with eggs. Yeah, so bacon, I can have with eggs. Or I can have eggs with sausage. I can have them with bacon. I can have them with toast. There's a lot of ways I can mix it up. Throw some peppers in there, potatoes, whatever you want to do. Omelets. Yeah. You can do all of it. And to, Ham, and to throw a bone to the chicken farmers, for anybody out there that's a prepper, get chickens. Because it's just food day yeah. after day after day. Absolutely. After day. And a chicken will eat fucking anything. Yes, I think a chicken will. will eat more than a hog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they always talk about, oh, if you got a dead body, give it to the hogs. I say give it to the chickens. <laughs> there won't be a fucking thing left when the chickens are done. Trust me. Them son of a bitch is the most cannibalistic, nasty yeah. fucking They'll animal. eat themselves if, they they're, will. if they're that hungry. As, as someone who's watched shows about this, though, the the, the pigs will eat it faster. Well, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So chickens if you're wanting to around. cover up a crime, the pigs well, will definitely cover that chickens up are generally women, and it takes them a long time to do anything, Carolyn. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I knew that was coming. I knew it. I knew Not it. Not trying to offend the women listeners. I'm just picking on Carolyn because that's mm-hmm. what I do. just takes them a long time exactly. to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Are we eating this or are we not? They probably started off with three I don't knows. Whatever you want. You threw out a suggestion. Well, I don't want that. A minute ago, it was whatever I wanted. Now it's I don't want that. Make up your freaking mind. What was that TikTok you showed me the other day? It was like Reddit people, and it was like, what guys wish women really wouldn't know or something like that. Yeah, something like that, because it went on. And one of them was, we don't care where you want to go to eat. We just want to go eat, and we just want you to eat something. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, just, just say it. Don't beat around the bush. Was yeah. basically the, the yeah. topic. We of the really, Reddit. truly don't care. Because, we just want you because to the one was when a woman comes in and says, "I damn near broke my neck out in the driveway." <laughs> I didn't take that as meaning you wanted it shoveled. I took that as, "Oh, okay, I'll be careful when I go outside." <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It was so funny. Yeah, I'm with you. Did you ever go on a date with a gal? And like, so you go to some place you're, you know, you're trying to impress. You're, you're doing whatever, and so. You know, taking them wherever. But it's the first date, and they order like nothing. 
pour a salad and water. And I'm right. like, why did we come to a steakhouse if you yeah. weren't going to eat? That's how you can tell it. It's this relationship ain't going to work. You yeah. know, when I, we come here and you order a salad, sorry, I'm out. I mean, we're well, done. I love salad. I eat salad <laughs> every chance I can. But I'm going to couple it with that's, a steak. Yeah, that's a precursor to what's coming. Yeah, exactly. For me, it would be a cheeseburger well done. That's a, that's a time killer while they're cooking my steak. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and when you when you just like, order the salad, yeah. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. So like, I will. Why did I bring you? Here? I will eat it. I I eat steaks three times this week. I have no problem eating steak, but I also really love salad. So I'm gonna uh, order salad. I like too. them both. That's why I couple it together. I know, but you, I'm you I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wondering now. I'm like, wait, did I order salads when we first started dating? I don't think I did. I think I ate more than you by, did. Honestly. By the time we met, I was over the dating deal, and it didn't really matter at that point. It's like, yeah, fuck it, whatever. As long as <laughs> she puts up with me, we're good. It don't matter. We didn't really, we didn't do any dates or fancy. I, I will never, ever forget. So whenever we first started dating, it was in November, and it was right before Thanksgiving, and you brought a whole bunch of food from your mom's house. That she had made for them. My mom and dad. You make it sound like my mom and dad are divorced. No, no, no. Okay, sorry. So your mom still happily married. Well, your mom made all the food. But anyways, you brought all that food, and I just demolished everything that you brought. Because you brought a plate for me and a plate for you, and you don't even remember this. I can tell. She'll tell me to this day. (laughs) She'll be like, oh, I remember that sweatshirt. You wore that on the third date that we went on. I'm like, I didn't know I had this sweatshirt. (laughs) Yeah, she remembers it all. I don't know what she did last night. My wife and I's first date, we went to Monocles, and we saw the movie Jackass, or Jackass 2, one Mm -hmm. of them. So she's telling a co-worker, a co-worker's asking her, you know, on Monday, like, what'd you do this weekend? She's like, oh, well, this guy, we went to Monocles, saw Jackass or whatever. She's like, here, he's like, that's the most redneck date I've ever heard of in my life. She's like, well, I picked both of them. And I'm like, I was kind of looking for a steakhouse because like we don't have those here and i'm like we were in a bigger city at the time i'm like and you picked monocles but okay i'll go you know I'm like maybe you're dying for pizza right but, i'll drop you off i'll be back in 20 minutes <laughs> but I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like she's like well you know i didn't know what you were looking to spend on this and i'm like it was a date and i was looking for steak like i didn't really have a budget for that yeah like, when it comes to steak i'll pretty much spend whatever because i like steak not burnt to shit like you but i like steak <laughs> and uh but yeah, it, it all worked out in the long run, you know. Seventeen years later, bam, I got her exactly <laughs> right where you want to be, no doubt. Yep, she's at home in bed, has been since seven o'clock. Yeah, since seven o'clock, yeah. No there's doubt. nothing wrong with that. No, there, there's a few things, that. but hey, whatever. No, nothing wrong. With How that. is she going to handle this Louisville trip? Because you know, I mean, the poll starts at seven. That's I her just, bedtime. Oh, no doubt. And plus, it's an hour well, ahead. It's an hour ahead, so that that well, that plays in her favor. It'll right. start sooner. But I suspect when I wheel in at five in the morning. She's going to be somewhat disappointed in me. This is true. But that's not new. I'm she don't listen to our podcast, that. so she has no clue. I'm good with that. There's been a few times like when Dad and I share a room or whatever, like I might come in at 6 as he's getting up to go downstairs for coffee, and he's like, are you just getting in? Do you feel yeah. like a teenager at that point? Like, do you feel like you're like sneaking in again? Well, I'm trying to be quiet, but he, he always, he's always, he wakes up instantly. And he's waiting for me. Do you feel guilty though? Like you're like, oh, no, sneaking in at 6am. No, 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 I'm not that. Are, are you like the Ron White where you get in at five o'clock in the morning? You're like, yeah, I need a wake up call for four. And you're like, Mr. McCormick, it's past four. <laughs> no, the next one. Coming around, yeah. You're the running two a day through Arizona. <laughs> The, the last time it happened where I come in at like 6-ish, 6.30, well, we left the lobby only because people were starting to check in and check out. Like, it was getting awkward. 
And um, I come in, and my brother was down there, too, and we were all in the same room. And uh, my dad looked at me with somewhat of a disappointed look on his face. And he's like, you just kidding? I'm like, yeah. But we didn't have anything going on that day. Like, we didn't pull that night or whatever. You know, I was good. You know? And it wasn't like I covered all my bases, And I never left the hotel. Like, I was It wasn't like you at the inappropriate bars or whatever. You were 30 foot away from him and 200 foot vertical away from him. You're like, you know, he's upstairs, but I'm, you know, I'm literally directly below you. Right. You know, I'm good. And and I don't like curfews. I like to stay out late. That's just what I do. And, uh. So I got a couple hours of sleep and, and showed up at the farm show when it opened at nine o'clock or whatever. And they're like, I can't believe you're here. I'm like, why wouldn't I be? Well, you just got in a little bit ago. I'm like, I can do this one week a year. Yeah. <laughs> one week a year, I can usually pull it all together. We're not going to make it happen. I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was, Tony. I can pull it together once in a while. Yeah. I don't know if I can. If, if I go out, let's just say I get to Louisville Thursday and we go out that night and drink 15 beers, and I'm in bed by midnight, I'm good to go the next day. Mm-hmm. If I drink 15 beers and it's 2.30 before we get into bed, just well get in the car and come home because we're <laughs> done. It's yeah. over. Uh, I can push through. Uh, I'm going to push he, through. He can't anymore. And, like, I, I, will, I will not forget whenever we went to Trenton for that thing. Like, we made a deal as we were driving there. He's like, we have to be home in bed by midnight. So, like, I felt bad. We were having a good time, whatever. And I was like, Tony... I'm tapping my watch, and he's like, wife says it's time to go. We got to go home. But then after we get home, he's like, thank you for that. And the next night, we were fine. We drank and stayed up till 1, 2 o'clock, whatever it was. I can push through. Like So I've got to know most of it. It might be different now because we had a year off in here thanks to the Democrats. But anyway, (laughs) so I've got to know most of the hotel staff that works nights. The one guy, I've known him since he was a security guard. Now he's the hotel manager. Like, I've known him all the way through. And we've seen some things yeah. <laughs> over the years or whatever. <laughs> it's and a brotherhood. <laughs> it's a brotherhood, you know. And uh, they're like, you know, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, well, I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head at the moment. We'll just call him Bill because I don't want to rat him out anyway. I'm like, well, Bill and I go back a ways. Like, we, you know, we've been through some shit. We've seen some stuff. Yeah. I've known him for. <laughs> We're a war, buddy. Yeah. I'm like, I've known him for 10 years. Like, how have you known this guy for 10 years? I'm like, well, he used to work night shift security. <laughs> Turns out I was up a lot about that time. <laughs> the one year the, the, the fire alarm went off. So one of my pulling buddies calls me. He's like, hey, is this real? I'm like, no, don't worry about it. He's like, you sure? I'm like, no, no. Somebody turned the timer on the, on the hot tub and it stuck and the steam hit the fire alarm or whatever. I'm like, you're good. The hotel's not on fire. Stay in your room. Meanwhile, all these other people come blowing down <laughs> in their pajamas. They're standing outside because oh the fire exit's exit different than the lobby. So they're all standing outside. We're sitting in the lobby drinking cold beer like, <laughs> hey, guys, having a good time? It's just freezing freaking cold. Oh. Buddy of mine was there, and his son was, I don't know, we'll call him 15, 16 or whatever. So he was in the hotel, but they had went out. I'm like, hey, just so you know, if you come back and there's flashing lights, fire alarm, you know, fire trucks, et cetera, et cetera. Don't worry about it. Your son's in no danger. He's good. Hotel's not on fire. Text me back. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just telling you the hotel's not on fire. It's good. As okay. soon as we get this mattress out the window where he can jump on it, we're good. Just don't worry. I'm like, you're all good. There is no fire. We have an escape plan. We're fine. I'm like, we're there's going to be 50 idiots standing outside here in the freezing cold. Yeah. We're in the lobby still drinking beer. You're golden. It's fine. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, I don't know what this trip will be like. It's 
I'm excited. The year before we were married, we were yes. there. So, 05 was yes. the last time I was there. Yeah. That was the last time we were there. And I'm, I'm kind of excited to go back, honestly. Yeah. I'm, I'd like to see, like, time. I don't know. And, and I'm like this and one. Honestly, I'm really excited. I don't know that I've ever seen you pull in this kind of environment. No, like, probably I've seen not. You my pull kids, my kids have never local, seen it. My wife has never so. seen it. So, it'll be. It'll be the, the first time for them. It. So, see, like if if you told me right now that hey, in two weeks we're all going to go to Florida to do whatever, I'll get excited and be excited from now to the time we leave. But for whatever reason, when you talk about like these farm talk groups and these get-togethers or whatever, six months ago I'm excited, and then as it gets closer, I'm like, God damn, I don't even know if I feel like going. But then like four days before it's time to leave, it's like, okay, I'm ready to go now. Yeah. And, then, and then you start getting excited. And then once you go, you're like, son of a bitch, I wouldn't have missed this for the world. Yeah, have uh-huh. a great time. Yeah, so absolutely. It, it's always a roller coaster. But So now we're getting close enough that now I'm getting excited. I'm ready to go. It's like, yeah. let's go. You know, I think it's going to be a good time. At least you have my wife. She's like super excited for trips. And then when it comes to the day and time to leave, <laughs> no, I'm not going to go. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I'm ready to go anytime. Whatever you want to do. See, this is where Nick and I are like kindred spirits. Yeah. Like Tony and I always have this conversation. Like I can do whatever the crowd wants me to do. If you want me to stay home tonight and watch Netflix with you, I can do that. If you want me to go out and go till three o'clock in the morning, I can do that. Yeah. Well, that's just, not true. Well, that's, okay. that's not true, Jay. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to midnight. You'll go till ten o'clock. Pass out in the car, <laughs> then get up and come back. Like the, when we went on the party bus with Cody and Ryan. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You were MIA for a long time. But, but then you puked and rallied. And I rallied and came back. I'm I a did. unique specimen in the fact that I am a, a night owl and a morning person. I know. And Nothing I don't know pisses how, my I wife do off not more. I know how you do that. That when I pop up and I'm, as soon as I'm awake, I'm ready to go. I'm, mm. I'm game on. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm chatty Kathy. I'm I'll, I'll talk to you. I'm, I'm up. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. No. And she's like, I gotta have some coffee and and like just sit here for a little bit. I'm like, I need <laughs> I need time to absorb the fact that I'm no, awake. No, I need I'm, I'm good. Time. I'm wrestling I'm with good. the kids the minute my feet hit the floor this and she's my, screaming. And this yelling. is my third day a row in a row of staying out way later than I should have. The first two nights were just in my own garage. But I was on the phone for way but, later than I should have been. But you'll have that. But uh, yeah, you'll have one of those big jobs, and I I can do that. Not as often as I used to be able to, but I can still do it when I need to. But I will say, like, I'm the type of person, like, so not last night, two nights ago, you turned on something on TV. What was it? The O.J. Simpson thing? Maybe. This is this is prime Tony. He will be like, oh, I think this is really good. We should watch this. And he will turn it on, and 20 minutes later, he is snoring, completely dead. And I am glued to the TV. <laughs> Cannot shut my eyes up. And then it's like 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I just watched the this yeah. whole documentary about whatever, and now I need to talk about it. And I have nobody to talk about it with. Call me. I'm probably up. <laughs> and yeah. then and then I will finally be like, oh, my gosh, Carolyn, go to sleep, go to sleep, whatever. And he'll be like, oh, I got the best night's sleep in the entire world the next morning. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you missed this, this, and this, and this that happened. She, she couldn't sleep the other night, so she flips it to forensic files and watches a guy run his wife through a wood chipper. And then falls asleep. Yeah. I did. Actually, so it was the negotiator, I think, with Samuel L. Jackson. Is that Mm -hmm. right? Which, actually, I got to stop you right there. We're going to start calling these people by different names to see who who recognizes it. So, from now on, he's just Sam Jackson. Okay, Sam Jackson. (laughs) There's no more Michael J. Fox. He's just Mike Fox. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know know what I mean? There you go. That's true. So, he turns on the negotiator. I've seen this movie 
at least 20 times. I stayed awake till one o'clock in the morning watching it. And I was like, Carolyn, you have to go to bed. You have to be up in five hours. And I was like, what can I turn on? Turn on forensic files. And I kid you not. The guy literally, it was the very first episode they ever aired. The guy put his wife in a wood chipper. And 20 minutes into it, I was like, out, done. See, we we cut our cable and went to yeah. Roku. Yes. So now you, you get these 400 oh, free yeah. TV channels. We can get the original Unsolved Mysteries with Robert Stack. Mm, We're like, as go. a grown man, you're ready I'm to shit so your pants excited. and turn all the lights on. So excited. <laughs> I'm going to love It's the bomb. So excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. get that. And so Tony will fall asleep. As always, like he always does, and I will stay up till one, two, three oh, sure. a.m. I, I take melatonin. We <laughs> we cut our cable years and years and years ago, so we've only had Netflix or Hulu, or we 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 dance from app to app to app. You know, depending on what's mm-hmm. on, we you know we get bored mm-hmm. with something, we'll switch to something else. But we recently switched to YouTube TV, which is great and sucks all at the same time because it's basically cable TV. So you've got commercials, which my kids have no idea what those are, and they annoy the shit out of me. Like I can't tolerate it. But so we we're trying to watch sports because it's a little less awkward than some of the mm. agendas right. that are being pushed or whatever on some other. Amen. Stuff. Amen. The agenda. So we're watching some of that, but what I realized is like my son's goal when watching sports is to critique the refereeing. Like, <laughs> like, like the fact that they travel in the NBA or in college basketball, like just just tearing him up, like. He can't get past the refs. Terrible call. These refs are crap. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like we're, we're a minute and a half in. They've made three calls, all bad. He's done with it then. Wait, I'm, wait I'm till he's in high school. He will be the ringleader in the section we used to no, say. No. I'm like, but you got to get past that. I'm like, you can't call every call. He's like, that's what they're paid to do. I'm like, I so you can't argue not, with him. So no, you, you can't. He's always got an angle. He he's always does. got an angle on you. And he's got, I can't think what witty comedy he had on the way to the game, though. He would somehow play today. All the witty and I almost pulled the truck over. I'm like, that was awesome. I, I can't even think what he told me now, but I'm like, that was awesome. I, yeah. I, like, and he's only what, nine years old? Ten. ten. I, he I, is. Every single like, time yeah. you guys, like, I'm like, can Max please come over and hang out with us? And you're like, okay, fine, whatever. And then you guys, Come pick him up, whatever. And I'm like, that was the best time I've ever had in my entire life. And you guys are like, are you kidding? And I was like, no, he is so witty. He's so witty. He gets by with a lot of stuff, just the fact that he lays good comments down on some of it. Like, he can do anything in my house because he's so freaking witty and I love it. Yeah. My favorite was, I'm going to, well, he won't listen to this, so it won't matter. So the other weekend he came over here and I was like, hey, when do you want to come go home? Just let me know or whatever. And he was like, 25 years later, okay, I think I'm ready to go home. And I just died laughing. And I was like, okay, you you win everything. Yeah. You tell me whatever you want me to do. And I'll yeah. do it. Yeah, he's, he's got all the one-liners. I'm not sure where he got this. <laughs> but mm-hmm. he, he's trumped me on, on all Nick that. He's not he, trying to he, pat, brag he, on it. He's only know. 10 years old. He's got a long way to go. Yeah, he's way better at it than I am. He's I hilarious. thought I was okay at it, but he is funny. I'll give him credit for that. He's really, really funny. He whips some stuff out here and there that you're just like, you can't get mad at him. At him Heck no. Like, that was, now, that now is, is he going to the farm show? 
Yes. Yes. Yep. We need to take him to the Gleaner booth because I'm sure he can have some nice comment for the, you know, it would be some logical mm. question as to what is this. Actually, I think this is a genius idea. Let's take Max and just film Max. That's and what I mean. What because I, on my TikTok, I could be like, see, even a 10-year-old knows this is a bad design. <laughs> I, I hate to I hate to politicize this, and I'm not going to, but the other day we're coming over from Effingham, and there is a sign that says, if you're pregnant, it's a baby. So he reads that said sign. He's like, if it's if you're pregnant, it's a baby. He's like, well, duh. What'd you think it was going to be? A dog? <laughs> so I had story. to explain abortion to him. Where he's like, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. He's like, if you if you're pregnant, you got a you got a kid in there. And I'm like, and see, yes, you exactly. you can run for Congress because you're already smarter than most exactly. of them. You're not yeah. from Minnesota. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Don't you know? Yeah, it. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. So we're we're gonna shift gears here. What do you guys think of the big trucker strike in Canada? Oh, I think it's great. Yeah, fantastic. Hats off to him. And doing a great job. So, fantastic. So I'm hearing rumblings, and I, I I'm not gonna reveal my sources. And this is the only reason I'm gonna say this. So clear back, and even our listeners, this is gonna be taboo to them. Back in my Facebook days on the Tabby Cat Corner, with all of the comedy that we done when COVID first hit, the same source told me. They're going to cancel the NCAA tournament. So I run it by the Tabby Cat guys, our own news channel. I said, they're going to cancel it. There ain't no fucking way they're canceling the NCAA. Do you know how much money that brings in? And then two and weeks later, like, God it. damn it, we should have fucking ran that story. I'm like, I tried to take it. To so tell you. the same guy who told me that is the same guy saying that the trucker strike is coming to America. And it's yeah, actually it's starting, true, it it's no. starting in LA and it's going to yes. work its way across the country and yes. it will be in DC. Just in time for Biden's State of the Union address on March 1st or whatever yes. day that is. Yes. Well, so I've seen... Fine. Ford <laughs> shut down their Louisville, Kentucky plant, which is the largest one they have. Yeah. GM's shutting plants down now. Yes. So and, I've seen maps of the route they but, are going But here's to my thing. And anybody that's and a trucker... They're shutting I'm, it all down. I apologize for this, but all of my years trucking... I couldn't find two truck drivers that could agree on what day of the fucking week it was, let alone get organized enough to have a strike. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just being it. honest. Just well, turn it's to, like two farmers. You don't yeah. find two of them. Agree. Yeah. No, turn turn the CB on and drive down the interstate and ask what the weather's going to do today, and you're going to have 400 fucking comments. Yeah. Of, I ain't got no panties on. Today. <laughs> it's fucking 80 degrees. Yeah. And no, I hope. I, I, hope, I hope they do, but I just I, don't. It, I think it's coming. It's coming. I've seen most time. I follow a lot of people that you don't follow, and they have a they have a route mapped out of exactly what they're. But going once again, to do. Though, why? It's like Trump said. Why would you give the enemy your plan? Don't be putting the shit all over everywhere. All all it takes is it don't take that many trucks to block the bridge in in Detroit. It doesn't, but I think they're trying to rally as many people as they can. No, no, I agree. But to me. Get it started and then let the other people come in. Don't just stay it right off the bat because I know how this government works. They're going to shut you down before you even get started. So get get a few guys to start I, it and then let the convoy come I in. I hope behind. and pray. Like, I don't think they're going to shut this down. I think that I think that people are seeing the success that Canada is having. Yeah. And the United States is like, we're doing it. I hope we they are crash on the gate board. to a 98 screaming, and let those truckers roll. So for. the Canadian government calls in tow trucks to tow all these trucks that are sitting at the, I'm going to call it the capital. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's Ottawa. It, it's Canada. We're just going to leave it at that. Okay. And when the, the way I understood it, when the tow truck companies got there, they're like, Nah, instead of towing them, we're just going to join them. 
You're right. And so, because why would you tow yeah. your bread and butter? Why would you tow those people? Right. You're like, no, these are the people that are paying my bills. Mm-hmm. Why would I be like, oh, no, I'm going to screw you one more way and tow yeah. you? Heck, no, they're not going to do it. No, I agree. Absolutely not. And now people's bringing in gas or, well, diesel or, yeah. you know. So the big cans. thing I saw on, like, I've seen it on TikTok and Instagram and different things like that was <clears throat> they made a ruling that if you had a gas can, they were going to arrest you or whatever. And everybody got gas cans. Everybody, like, and they have videos of just people walking down the streets with gas cans full of gas to support these truck drivers. Because, of course, yeah, they're sitting in the middle of the roads doing whatever, but they have to have their trucks running to keep them warm or whatever. And I I think it's the funniest thing in the entire world because they want to make this out to be this big, huge, like, oh, they're being violent and they're protesting. They literally have bounce houses for the kids to play at. So all they like, done I'm was like, literally park semis in the middle of the road. Right. Mm-hmm. All they did was Nothing's like, burning. no, yeah. we are not doing anything. It's not no. a BLM riot. Everything's right. peaceful. Right. Actually, one of the funniest videos I saw was they were literally scooping the snow out of the street and they were like, oh no, a tsunami's coming. We're <laughs> scooping all the water in this direction. And they were like making jokes about it. And I was like, they're doing more for their community by protesting than anything they've ever done. Anything. Like, yeah. no. Yeah. I think it's the best thing in the entire world. And do, I do you think it will make it to D.C., though? I do. I honestly do. I think that people are fed up enough. They're like, no, we're done. We are. The thing about it is anything you enjoy, a trucker's brought it there. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. so they, they have the ability to shut it down if they want to. Yep. And I think there's enough truckers that are like, yeah, we're done. We've had enough. We've had enough. So I'm, I don't fall into a lot of these conspiracy things or whatever, but this is why I love Ryan and Jessica's Bushels and Barrels podcast, because they're sort of like me. They, they keep up with conspiracies, but they don't necessarily fall for every one of them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Absolutely. Like, you do your you know, if there's legit. if there's one that's kind of legit that really can't be proved either yeah. way, they'll throw it out there and it gives you something to think about. They're not saying that yeah. oh, we believe this, you know, yeah. off the rails, you know. But so did you guys see the video that COVID nineteen posted on TikTok either yesterday or the day before? And so, you know, he's big into manufacturing, yeah. owns plants yep. across the US and they mm-hmm. you know manufacture a lot of stuff. And he he literally took his phone and showed at the auction for. And yes. I, I, I'm not gonna yeah. I, whatever the company was. What they were the, N95 masks. The entire assembly line, line of N95 masks is for sale. And, and it was, and it was they one literally, year old. The, the whole line was exactly, one year old. Yeah, exactly. So he, you know, and he tied this to the fact that okay, we got midterm elections coming up. We know this is a completely shitty topic it's not helping us now we've taken it too far we're doing more harm than good even mm-hmm. communist illinois here we're now lifting restrictions february yeah. 28th and so what do you guys what do you what do you guys think of that i mean do you do you think now that we're going because because it ties into the trucker strike from the fact that everybody's sick of this it's time to move yeah. on and that's what the whole trucker strike is about yeah. you know we're not getting vaccinated we're, we're done with this shit yeah and and now I mean, he literally showed the auction with his cell phone on TikTok. Yes. I mean, he, this wasn't hearsay. He scrolled the computer and showed every bit of the machinery. <clears throat> so, 
what do you guys think? Do you think, is this a coincidence? Are we really going to start dropping all this stuff because midterm elections are coming up? What do you guys think? Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna give my opinion, and I follow a lot of all the con- conspiracy theories, which I do that in air quotes. Um, I think it's midterm elections, 100%. I think that for two and two plus years they've pushed all these mandates on us pushed all these mask mandates on us done all these things they've seen the writing on the wall people are done we are like no this is not working we are not falling into place they're done so they're going to pull back so they hopefully will get those voters and then i think at the end of the voting they're going to put them back on that's I don't. I personally don't think they'll put them back on once I they do. pull them off. I, I don't do. think. I do. What say you? Nick? Because I think they are still trying I to control us. I think they'll us. find a new dog to pet. I do too. They, they I, wore I out the wrong. They'll find. They'll find something else on that. But they're. I think they are still going to try to push this. Whatever agenda they find, they're still going they, to. Try they've to lost push. all their credibility on the fact that you know every time you see them in some celebrity mm-hmm. bullshit picture they're they're not abiding by their own rules because they know it's bullshit exactly like if they had to shut down anything from the get-go this thing had been over in three months yep like i mean there's been a ton of people have COVID. i'm sure i probably had it at one point but when was the last time you heard somebody around here have it like it's been a while like you know it's been a couple of months now it's well you all, gotta get tested kind of, for that nick you got to get tested for that. <laughs> no, I don't, actually. That's the funny thing about me. Because I'm a little bit Here's of an outlier. The fact is, I'm a little more Boston Tea Party-ish. I don't like fucking rules. So you can ask my wife. If I'm going out tonight to your house, I was planning on coming home at 11. As soon as you tell me I need to be home early, I'm coming home at 3. Because I don't like fucking rules, and I don't play along with that. And it doesn't matter, mask, whatever. I ain't wearing one. I ain't doing it. If I die, I die. If my that's what I got to do to save my life, probably ain't going to do it. Right. I am an absolute, like, COVID is real. There are real people who suffer from, uh, absolutely. like, absolutely. I am not negating that it is something we should pay attention to. But on the flip side, you go back in history. Let's look at statistics. Yeah. Please, let's look at the statistics. statistics. How much have you had? Yeah. I've had a few. Uh-huh. Anyhow, let's look at statistics. We are doing way, way, way better. Which, actually. A couple, couple of things. One, we paid for it. We got right. what we paid for. We funded the damn thing. And I'm not I'm not going down the conspiracy theory road, but it's basically been proven that we paid for the damn thing to, from the get go. Like two, I don't like rules, so it doesn't matter if you tell me the sun's coming up in the west, so I'm going to face the east in the morning. I don't like bullshit rules. And like my dad told me back when seatbelts come out, when the mandatory seatbelts came out, he was like, "By God, if they can push that on you, they can push anything on you." Mm-hmm. Now here we are. And yep. at the time, I'm like, well, yep. it really ain't that big a deal to wear a seatbelt, you know, and I don't want pulled oh, over. Well, blah, blah. Of course, I went to get 16 then. I'm like, now here we are. We got some bullshit mandates Absolutely. on this, that, and the other that they're not abiding by. The powers that Absolutely. be are doing abide by them, you know. I'm still with Jeff Foxworthy, like child restraint seats. When did the little kids become too good to go through the windshield with the rest of the family? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm, I'm done with all of it. I was done with it from the get go. Yeah. I wasn't worried about it. My thing is, what. 
and I'm not, I hate to take it down this path too, but I'm going to because I don't give a shit. My thing is, if you're so, and I don't even have to word this, basically Democrats struggle with the fact that, that they can't believe in their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So they got to have this and they got to have that and they're always going to save the world. At some point in time, if I die, I die, I'm going to a better place. I'm not super worried about it. If if my life doesn't work out tomorrow, if I don't wake up in the morning, I've had a pretty good run, and I'm going to a better place. I'm not that worried about it. They can't deal with that because they've got evolution, and they've got all this bullshit science. We're always throwing it on to science. It wasn't that long ago the world was flat, and that was science. They had proven mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And then we sent somebody Look to the Look at the 70s. It was an ice age. We're going to die of yeah, ice age. Yeah, we're going to die of an ice age. Mm-hmm. So... You know, now, and then we're going to die of global warming. It's getting too hot. It's getting too hot. Well, now it's going to get too cold. So we're going to go outside and start our trucks and let them run so we can warm it back up. Like, make up your mind. You guys come up with this bullshit all the time to push an agenda to make money to put it in your pocket. And look, I'm done look with at it. The, I don't care. Look at the utopia that California is. Yeah, it's working out great yeah, out there. Yeah, and, and, exactly. and Illinois, for that matter. So yeah. have you seen where they are asking people in California to accept homeless people into their homes? Have you seen that? I have not seen that. Okay, so and I, I don't doubt it. I just it, haven't. It, seen it's it. a new thing. They're they are inviting people who are residents of California to invite homeless people into their homes because they're trying to combat the homeless in California. With the and regulations, like, they've got everybody in California is going to be homeless right. for too much longer. Absolutely, and yeah. that's where I just want to be like, this is the kind of agenda you guys are pushing forward, and you want us to push forward at a federal level, but it does not make sense. It does not work. Yeah. It's not making... It and, and it's just like I saw a TikTok the other day. It was a 6-7 power stroke going to Saudi Arabia. No emissions on it whatsoever. Zero so California's banned all small engines. Yes. Makes no sense. Dumbest shit I've ever heard. The rest of the world can give two shits about our laws. You can send the stuff to Australia. You can send it to Saudi Arabia or whatever. Full-blown gas, smoke in the air. But we're going to save the world by doing our little part. Meanwhile, a volcano goes off and sets back whatever emissions bullshit we thought we were going to trump God on. And that negated it back 200 years. Like, we yeah. can do everything we want. Right. Ain't going to matter. And one volcano eruption, and it's and completely it's, negated. It, it's over. At the end of the day, liberals, because you're no-count pieces of shit, and I'm going to go ahead and say that. <laughs> and normally, I'm not this way on this podcast, but you've got me started, and I'm going to go with it. You're no-count pieces of shit, and you think you, you've got a God complex because you refuse to believe in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and you can't be, you can't deal with the fact that he has a plan, and it's, it's going to go where it goes, and you think you're always going to save the world. Newsflash for you, putting smokestacks and scrubbers and all this bullshit here in the U.S., why China's just blowing it off everywhere they want, ain't going to save the world. Yeah, and all we're doing on electric vehicles is moving the smokestack. That's yeah, all we're, we're doing. We're just moving it over. So I, I would really love for people to look at this. The statistics, excuse me. You're still struggling, but <laughs> yeah, you're getting better. Still you're still struggling, but I'm here. Um, of the waste of the world and what they do. So when you look at what the what the U.S. does in waste wise versus what India, what, like what are you talking like garbage waste? Yes, garbage waste. Everyone always talk, wants to talk about the pollution that the U.S. does. We are a fraction of that compared to the rest of the world. 
a fraction of that. And I'm like, why are you guys fighting so hard for what the U.S. does when look at what everybody else does? Because it's world. not because about it's logic. It's, it's about it's money. It's about money. It's about I know, money. The people, try, that, the people that push that bullshit are making Al Gore is a multi, multi-millionaire. I know. When was the I last know. time he did an honest day's work? I'm going to go with probably never. When was the last time he lived with no electricity exactly. and everything else? His house burns more. Let's than, talk about him. If you take your everywhere. if you take your hundred closest friends, their power bills don't add up to what that guy right that exactly. guy burns through exactly. in a freaking week. Exactly. But but we're going to make it better by carbon credits and offsetting it. Oh yeah. So we're that means you it. can still pollute as much as you want. We're going to offset. It. Yeah. yeah, that makes good yeah. sense. Yeah. Which I mean, at what point in time do we get? Murder credits. I think yeah, exactly. where, where does it end? We, can, we, can we just, yeah, can we buy credits for this? Can we buy right. credits for that? Yeah, because yeah, that's all we're doing. Right. So, you know, do we need murder credits where, right. you know, as long as I save two lives of people that are having a heart attack, now I can go kill two people because right. I, I just got a A bunch credit. of this shit comes back to politicians exempt themselves from shit. Exactly. And then they make rules for us that they never have to live underneath. This country Absolutely. which is bullshit. You, you shouldn't be able to exempt yourself from anything, so you have to live underneath no. it. Yep. I've said it a million times. This country will never. You're not going to vote your way out of this. We're past that point. Mm-hmm. Until people realize it is us, the working man, whether you're a Democrat, whatever, against yeah. those motherfuckers on Capitol yeah. Hill. This will never change. Here's my thing. Joe, do you think Joe Biden gives a shit if you yeah, have health insurance? Die in no, he does he not care. He doesn't give two shits what happens. Does no, not as far care. as I'm concerned, if you're past 65, you can't run for office no, anymore. There should be age limits before term limits. Yeah, you're damn right. There ought to be both, and you can't. You can't exempt yourself from it, so you have to live underneath the shitball rules that you made. Exactly. Exactly. You know? But because, they don't comply by those rules. No, of course no. they don't. Heaven forbid they have they're to the, follow the They're rules the ruling here. class. Yeah. You know? And that's yeah. what people don't understand is there is as much to gain from age limits as there is term limits. And, and I mean this in a nice way. You think different than your dad does. Yeah. It's a, it's a generation gap. You yes. just you think different things change. Yes. You know, your dad wouldn't give two shits about being on a podcast. No. But that's what people like to listen to nowadays. Yes. So right there, we have two different ideas. What once you get to a certain age, you don't think like the younger crowd does. I, as yeah. plain as, and I won't think like my kids do. It's no. plain and simple. No. People bitch about term limits. They're never going to vote that, and they're never going to vote age limits in either. No, they should. But, but we could force them into it with like the trucker strike. You know, Agreed. if if John Deere goes on strike, we're like, well, those guys, you know, they should get paid a little more. Or if, you know, GM goes on strike, well, they should get paid a little more for this, that, or whatever. I'm like, if anybody should go on strike, it should be the U.S. farmer. Exactly. We feed people three. And I'm not crying the, the, Nobody, the, plight, yeah, the you're plight not, of the U.S. farmer. Yeah. But I'm like, if there's two groups of people, I won't even I won't even lump it into that. I'll just say the blue-collar working man that, that literally provides everything you actually need on a daily basis like you need food you need water you need your garbage you know taken away from your house electricity you need electricity etc etc you know your basic shit does it really matter if you have a bmw or a ranger right doesn't matter right at the end of the day right do i begrudge you for having a bmw no if that's your bag right roll with it i could give two shits but when it comes down to basic shit if you can get a to b You've got food. You've got a, a roof over your head. The power's on. Like you can live. We still the poorest people in America still live better than ninety oh, percent sure. of the rest of the fucking world. Right. So if you can put put up with that, I'm like, but we don't 
we don't view it that way. Because, Everybody's because too we're comfortable. Little, it, we're too comfortable. We're not willing to fight for exactly for and, that. And I still need an explanation. And and this might piss some people off. We might lose some listeners. Whatever. I don't give a shit. I've had enough beer. A lot of people are probably driving to Louisville listening to this. So I want to know because I'm so sick and fucking tired of hearing this excuse. Oh, unions. We we built you guys up. The average blue collar worker. What the fuck have you ever done to build me up? You've just made my shit cost twice as much because you whiny motherfuckers got to have 18 weeks vacation every fucking year, and yeah. you can't fire nobody, even though the guy's a worthless piece of the, shit. The, you can't the, do nothing. The problem with the unions is, and I'm not necessarily anti-union. But I'm anti-public sector but, union. But I am, at the same token. Like, So here's my problem with the union. Unions were originally, they, they were a good thing. They were. Okay. You had companies like Ford that didn't really need them. They were, they were doing, they were paying a working wage. They were doing all this stuff that, you know, whatever. Okay. Unions were supposed to su- supply a superior workforce for a superior wage. Right. But what they ended up doing was protecting shit bags. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That should have been fired. In a normal, in a normal environment without the union, they'd have got fired three months ago. But instead, we protect the shit out of them, Absolutely. and we fight for the losers. We don't reward the winners. At the end of the fucking day, champions get trophies. Shit bags don't get anything. I agree. But now we give trophies to everybody, whether it's the workforce or sports, doesn't matter whatever. We're giving trophies to everybody. Everybody's a winner. Not everybody in life's a winner. Some people need slapped in the face. Right. That's just the fact of the matter. Literally or figuratively, they need kicked in the ass, whatever it is. And you can either get on board or you can sit on the I couch. Agree. But sitting on the couch don't pay shit. Right. It shouldn't pay shit. But if, unfortunately, in yeah. today's world, it, it pays more than going to work. Here's, here's more than going to work. Here's my take on unions. Even though there's a lot of shit they do, I don't care for. If, if McCormick Diesel tomorrow says... We're going union, and you want to put up with this shit? That's fine. You own the yeah, company. That, that's you, your deal. You do whatever you want. Right. Why do we need a firefighters union? Yeah. You already have the market corner. There is no such thing as a private firefighting company. That's right? True. You already have the fucking market yeah. corner. So guess what? That's a good point. Yeah. I, I don't understand this shit. You have the market cornered. Police, fire, teachers, all this shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, teachers, yeah, granted, you can have a private school, but the vast fucking majority of people don't go to private schools. Private schools usually are in the union. Exactly. Private schools are not in... You know, my dad has told me for years, to go back to the farm thing, told me for years that everybody should just take the money that they spend on inputs, buy on the board, and fucking boycott it. We're not doing it. Right. We're going we're gonna to buy on the board. We're not producing a fucking thing. Zero. Niche. Nothing. And we'll sell in the fall. And we'd all be multi-millionaires. Yep. There'd be some hungry people. And you'd have to burn a neighbor or two out because you know there's some asshole that's oh, going to try yeah. to farm. Absolutely. And you're going to have to burn him down. Yep. But, you know, back in the old days, you know, the West was one brute force. Yep. The worst thing this country ever done was started subsidizing crop insurance and farmers. Because it took the free market out of it. Yes. You want to know why fucking people are farming 40, 50,000 acres nowadays? Because of subsidized crop insurance. And you can bitch at me and, oh, we got to have that. I'm not saying it's not a good tool. I take full advantage of it. So do I. But But you want to know why there's people farming as much as they are? Because I can tell you in the month of February how much money I'm guaranteed before I even plant my fucking crop. So guess what I'm going to do to your fucking landlord? I'm going to say, well, I know I'm guaranteed this much, so I'm going to bump the fucking guy that's already farming it several dollars an acre. Mm Mm-hmm. Whether you love that or hate it, I don't know. I don't care. But I'm just telling you, that is what is driving large farming. Did we have people farming fucking 10,000 acres in the 50s? No. No. Did we have it in the 60s? No. 70s, 80s? No. 
When did the subsidized crop insurance come along? About the late 90s? Yeah. What the fuck happened? Along yeah. with Roundup Ready Soybeans. Yeah. But I'm just... It made it too easy. It made it too easy. It made it too easy. At some point in time, and I love America more than anything in this world, and I wouldn't, you know, I would change some aspects of it, so I can't say I wouldn't change anything, but I'm like, we've got it so so good and so easy, even on our... I mean, and there's people that got bad shit going on. I'm not... Right. I'm not saying that, and I have my bad days. Overall, as a whole country. Overall, as a big picture. You don't have to walk outside and worry about getting shot uh, or gunned as, down. As the round world, like, it's way better here for sure than anywhere else. And we have we have enough money to do stupid shit. Right. You can't do this type of stupid shit in any other country. Right. We're the drunken the sailor of the world. They, they don't have the money to do it. There's no emission laws or union laws or all this bullshit. In a lot of other countries, excuse me, I got the hiccups. In a lot of other countries, you know why? Because they physically can't afford it. When you're hungry and starving, you don't care if there's... You don't give two shits about regulation. You don't give two shits about anything other than, how am I going to feed my kids? You don't care if there's black soot coming out of the pipe of your tractor when you're fucking starving to death. Exactly. I need something to eat. Exactly. We're going to make it happen. Yeah, exactly. And there's too many fucking shitbags in this country. Politicians... Mainly, which I rate all politicians, Republicans, Democrats, all of them in the same category as child molesters. They are the fucking scum of the earth. Yeah. They don't care about you. Do you think Barack Obama, Joe Biden, anybody give no. a shit if you have health no. insurance? Absolutely. No, they don't fucking care. They don't care. Absolutely they don't care. Absolutely That's a fucking ploy. And there are so many stupid people that fall for this shit. Yeah. I can't fucking understand it. it but they are me... still falling for it to this day. Oh, like, like it... That's what baffles me. Like... Like COVID was a huge, huge eye opener for people. Huge, that- and like I was like, "Why are you guys still falling for this?" And they're like, "No, well, the government loves us. I shouldn't they're go. Gonna do I shouldn't X, go. Y, down, I shouldn't I was go like, down. Why this- are you still falling for this? I shouldn't go down this, this path day. either. But I'm going to go down it because, well, frankly, I don't care. You know, growing up, you learn about World War II and, and back when they taught history and the Holocaust, et cetera. And you're like, how they get the people on the trains? I understand exactly now how they got the people yeah, on the trains absolutely. and how people ratted them out mm-hmm. and how how all that went. Like, it, it is very visible. You're seeing it right now today. The absolutely. only difference is we took all the fucking railroads out, even though they can haul 4 million pounds of freight on a gallon of diesel from here to freaking Taiwan. Yep. And but you, it's easy to see now. We as parents done. are doing our children a disservice by not tying this to Nazi Germany. Oh, absolutely. If you're a parent and you have little kids... You need to explain right now with COVID this is how, how the it fucking Jews got on the train. This is my kids it day. It's a slow start. We, we went through it's that. A, because it, it builds up over time. We're going to do it's this. A, it's, it's, a it's a small literally, thing. It's literally the same Bullshit. thing. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, 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 if, we, if it keeps progressing, it's going to be the same it's thing. It's not going to progress. I think that there are enough people mad. Our ancestors. We're done. No, there's not. Our ancestors. There is not enough people. Man. Our ancestors went after the king over a minimal, Taxes. a minimal tax on tea. A tea a minimal tax, tax on for tea. God's sakes, a tea I, tax. I, I, and I gotta think how many of those people even had access to tea. Right. Like right. I'm like, was that like it wasn't Bush Light back then? Like it wasn't available at every corner store. Right. I'm, I'm guessing I, I nobody wasn't cares alive then, but like, nobody gives a shit. Well, nobody I wants to be the guy that says, you know what. I've had enough. I've had enough. You know, because everybody's too scared. Well, and That's part of it, part of it is like the winners write history, right? Like, so had we lost the Revolutionary War, 
Those guys would all been hung. They'd have been shot and hung. They were still their families ostracized. would have been killed. They were they they would have been you know it would have been a blurp in Britain's history. Instead, but they, they were pulled so up their ostracized. big boy panties. It don't matter if they were they ostracized. The they got to write history. They got to say this is how it went down, and yeah. we won. I know, and we won. So. so, bottom line is, pull up your panties. Let's win this deal, and let's. Let's just call Which it a day. Which is why I you said we need to follow the Canadians. There's no participation trophy Roll for it in and just be done with it. A classic example on this deal is, and I can't tell you what guy it was, what founding father it was, because I'm I'm a few beers in here now, but, you know. Jefferson. Th- those that trade freedom for, for safety. Li- yeah, for liberty. Deserve neither. We're living it. Exactly. We're living it. If you're willing to trade it in. That's great. You need to find a different fucking country Only to live in. in America can you have a politician tell you, you have to wear this mask because it's going to save your life. Yeah. But you could also walk across the street and get an abortion if you yeah. want to. Yeah. If you want to. That has yeah. nothing to do yeah. with well, saving that's, lives. That's women's yeah. rights, Tony. That, that, yeah. that, that's not a child. Yeah. And well, no, no, it's women's the health. Average yeah, it's women's American health. Women's does health. not get it. They don't get it. Who don't? You, what? The average American does not get it. They They're get like, it. Trust yeah. me. You you talk about that we've reached a brink. We have not. I guarantee you I could make a TikTok video tomorrow with 380,000 or whatever the fuck I got. I don't know what it is. That talking about vaccines and COVID and this and that, and you're going to see at least 30% of the comments calling me an asshole because I didn't get vaxxed or wear a mask. And trust Absolutely. me. Absolutely. And trust me, that's way too many to talk about we're going to have a turnaround. Right? Republicans have always played do nice, always. Yes. Absolutely, I agree. Yes. I, I, they try to play I, do nice and I have, every time. I vote red a lot. We're Republicans are the fat kid at the end of the kickball lineup. Mm-hmm. Like we're picking teams. <sighs> if they'd have picked me earlier and put me in the lineup, I, I'd, yeah. have, I'd have done something for them. And they put you in the lineup. Well, shit, there wasn't enough of us. You didn't pick enough of us. Next time we'll do it. Next time we'll do it. At least Democrats tell you up front, hey, we're going to yeah. screw you over. Here's how we're going to screw you over. And we're going to laugh the whole time we do it. I see it all the time on TikTok. People providing they're being truthful because, you know, it could be a 16-year-old kid that's just mm-hmm. blowing, you know, whatever. But all these people now with buyer's remorse from Biden, it's like, he fucking told you everything he was going to do. Obama done the same fucking thing yeah. when he got elected. Yeah. And they act like it was this big shock. It's like, yeah. did you not listen to any fucking thing he told you? He yeah. told you tit for tat what he was going to do. Uninformed voters. But they have no idea. No. Like, they do not pay attention. It's funny, though. Have you ever noticed how a lot of these fucking kids get out of college, because college is where they get brainwashed, and they're liberal till they're about 50 years old, and then once they finally got their house paid for and they're fucking paying taxes and finally getting shit paid off and making yeah. money, they're like, well, this is fucking bullshit. They're taking yeah, half my exactly. income. Yeah. Now they suddenly change. It's like, no, we've been trying to fucking tell you that for years. Capitalism is the problem. Let's cancel capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can't do that. If you would have, when Tony and I were kids, if you would have mentioned communist, communism in any sort of positive light, Oh, fuck. On the playground or in the classroom, you'd have probably got your ass kicked. Even by the teachers. And, you wouldn't even. And have. rightfully so. You and know, you should rightfully have. so. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you've, you've seen the military quote, you know, what's it feel like to take a human life? I don't know. I only ever shot communists. That's true. They're not people. If, if, if killing a baby is not a person, killing a communist ain't either. I got zero okay. use for communists. None. Zero. Zilch. Nada. They don't count. 
but now it's cool. It's trendy. It's it's you know it's Facebook. It's Instagram. It, it, it's the happiness thing. I'm like, do you people? When was the last time a communist country had to build a wall to keep people out? Right. They they build them to keep them in, but they damn sure don't build them to keep them out. Nobody's trying to break into a communist country. If there's there's plenty of communist countries. If you think it's great yeah. socialism, go there. They'll be glad to have you. Do, Nobody's have, trying to break into those countries. Have, you know why? Because they suck. Exactly. Have That's you what? Have you ever seen a true-blooded American who actually has wealth? And I'm not talking, which I know George Soros ain't an American. You know, he promotes all this shit because he's actually well, opposite that. You know his first man. job was to rat out other Jews. Exactly. Yeah. But it's what I'm getting at. Is you don't see a Bezos, a Buffett, you know, all these. They might lean to the left for the simple fact to keep them politicians in their pocket. Yeah. But when it comes down to put your money where your mouth is, they don't want that shit any more than you or I do no. because capitalism is what made them their fucking money. Fucking right. Mm-hmm. And they know but it. Once they get big enough, it's like, well, we could, we could dabble in communism maybe because yeah. we're high enough up we can pay off enough people. Like, there's rich people in Russia. Right. But they were at the top of the food chain. Exactly. There's no self-made millionaires in Russia. Right. There, there wasn't somebody that grew up when we did that's an multi-billionaire now. Right. No, that, that didn't really happen. Like, their family was in the right place at the right time back when the czars were still in power, and they're good. And the sad part is you're getting that in the U.S. now. You've let this shit go on for so mm-hmm. long and get so far out of control, they get to pick the winners and losers now. Yeah. So if, say, you come up with a great idea tomorrow, and they're like, well, we don't really fucking like this guy because we don't like his political views, Yeah, you know, they just hack the key to the patent office, and well, guess what? Walmart invented today, and then suddenly they get yeah. to run mm-hmm. with your idea. If you ain't got enough money, you can't defend right. a patent anyway. Exactly. It doesn't matter. And John Deere's proved that a hundred times over. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. uh, I just... Capitalism works perfect, but when you have crony capitalism like we got, yeah. that don't work very well, because now we get to pick the winners and losers, yes. rather than so letting the free market... You, how do you dictate and control that? The way you do it is not at the ballot box, but with a different type of box that goes into a certain part of a... <laughs> a certain part of a black item. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe goes pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Like our ancestors did. Who <laughs> okay. are heroes so no to this day way to because of what that. they did. No, and there's that's why, no way to do it. And that's why I've said I've quit voting. Because how many times locally? I don't care. It can be your local county board. Oh, hey, look. We've got nine new people on here. We're going to change it this time. And out of the nine, seven of them flip and vote right with the fucking crowd that's been on there for 40 years, and two of them are actually good. I'm telling you, voting does no fucking good. It does nothing. Nothing. And nobody will believe me on that. Yeah, I mean, go back to biblical times. What happened every time? Every time they righted the ship, there was an ass kicking. There was an ass kicking of some fashion. Sure. Where it happened. If you bullied me... Which I hate that word, but let's say there, there's some bullshit deal, you know, when we're growing up and you keep picking on me, bullying me, whatever, whatever, whatever. I can tell Tony, I can tell whoever, whatever. You know when push comes to shove, you when the road meets the fucking tire, when foot comes to ass. My dad and I were just talking about this the other day, and this is totally unrelated, but kind of related. We were talking about kids and grades and being eligible for sports or whatever. And I'm like, you know, that was never a concern of mine. And not that I was the world's best student, but I was good enough to never, the eligibility wasn't a concern for me. And mom's like, well, why was that? I'm like, I can tell you why. I said, you see his shoe? It won't fit my ass. But that didn't stop him from trying. 
And God bless my dad for that. Like, of all the ass kickings I took, I deserved every freaking one of them and 25 more that he doesn't even know about to this day. Yep. A size 12, size 12 boot will not fit in a nine-year-old's ass, but that didn't stop him from <laughs> trying it, and I deserved it. And right. it's not a bad thing, but in America anymore, you can't do that. No, you know, and I realize there's whole abuse of this, and I get all that, and I get that that's bad, and we can't have that. So don't, you know, flame us for Here. all that. I, I fully understand that. But at some point in time, sometimes you could solve shit on the playground pretty fast. I agree. Here, I here's do. my I thing do. right here. Okay. We've all voted Republican years and years and years, right? Fairly, fairly straight ticket, unless the guy was a complete douchebag. Okay, so let's just go back to when we was 10 years old. Ronald Reagan was in office, or nine years old, you know, whatever. And so we've had Republican Congress, House, you know, House representatives, presidents, this and that. So do we have more taxes now or less? Do we have more regulation now or less? More. Do we have more abortion now or less? More, more, more. So all these Republicans that were so going to save the day. You never roll back a government program. They're all working It never goes away. Do we have more gun control or less? Yeah. So don't give me this shit that the Republicans are going to save the day because they're not. Them fuckers are all in bed together, and they don't Absolutely. care. Do you think yep. when all Kamala Harris gets on national TV and says Joe Biden is a racist piece of shit? She's an idiot. That's that's exactly what she said. She left out the piece of shit, but she called him a racist. She's an idiot. Yeah. And then he picks her as a running mate, and Joe Biden's a greatest thing. Yeah. We did it, Joe. We did it. We did it, Joe. We fucked the American people sideways. We did it, Joe. News to either one of you. If you get on national TV and say that about me... We're not going to be friends very much longer. Yeah. But suddenly they're there. And look at all these Republicans. You know, John McCain, which he was a fucking Democrat. Anyway. But anytime somebody from the opposite side of the aisle dies, yeah. then somebody from the other side, has, oh, you know, he was such a great friend and a colleague. So that tells yeah. me right now all they're doing is sitting in the basement smoking cigars Absolutely. saying, can you believe Absolutely. these dumb fuckers? Can you shit we're, we're pulling Absolutely. off Can on you believe guys? they voted a tax raise on themselves? Yeah. How fucking stupid. Yeah. And, and we like, exempted ourselves from it. They're all laughing yeah. at us. They yeah. have million-dollar bets between them. Hey, I bet you can't get them dumb fuckers to vote another 1% on themselves. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll try it. No. Game on. Uh, yeah. Game on. I'll get it. Yeah. I'll make it happen. That's exactly how they roll. So if you think you're fixing anything by voting straight Republican, whatever, you're fucking smoking well, heroin. Just it's not. Just look back, Tony. And you look back 20 years, okay? So we'll call ourselves adults 20 years ago. Sure. Okay. The names haven't changed. It's the same fucking people. You yeah. know why? Because they, their families have always been put exactly. in positions of power. Exactly. It's the same people. It's the it's STP. It's the same ten fucking people yeah. at the top. Same ten families that have always been at the top for however long. You pick anybody that's a senator now that you know, I'm going to say is sixty years older. I don't care if Dick Durbin, Chuck Schumer, yeah. whatever. You just do a little trail search, and you're going to find out that Chuck yeah. Schumer was an intern for Richard Nixon. You know, yeah. whatever. Oh, it's and all tied together. Every fucking bit of it. You just stay the course, and eventually yeah. you'll get right to the top. It yeah. don't matter how you vote. You just gotta, you just gotta put your time in. Yeah, put your time in. Yeah, like it's, a union. Exactly. That's all it is. Yep. They don't give two shits. It's a fucking big sham. They just shuffle shit around yep. and make you think you have a say, and you ain't got a say in nothing. So note to self. Country music, this son of a bitch, and if you if you if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. That's and right. That, there, that is one hundred percent true. Oh, did you know that with that line yourself? No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. Unlike John Deere, I did not. I'm going to give credit where credit is due, and I was at Aaron Tippin. Yeah, it was Aaron Tippin. Uh-huh. It was. But you know, the bad part is we 
we do laugh about this and joke, but it really is a sad state of affairs. It is sad. As far as the country yeah. goes. I mean, if if I would have could go back and tell my great grandpa the shit that we're facing now, they would just completely yeah. Yeah. roll over in their grave. I mean, they yeah. really would. It's like we stormed Normandy for this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you just look at the freedoms we've lost since the sixties. Yeah. And but the same the funny part about the sixties is to me. The same no-count hippies, bullshit, pushing free love, et cetera, et cetera, are the same son of a bitches now. That are running the country. That are running the country and telling you you got to do this, that, and the other. I'm like, what happened to you guys were standing for anything back then? You know, you you just wanted to smoke dope and have orgies. But now, now you got to mask up, vaccine up, whatever you want to do, and we got to push these rules and that rules. I'm like, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, whatever it's been, you guys were 100% against all this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it, it's a sad state of affairs, and, you know, I, I I don't know how else you get past. I mean, yeah, we laugh. I mean, I'm serious. I don't regret anything I said. I mean, I no. anything it's I said true. is truthfully the way I feel. Yeah. But to some degree, it almost is a parody almost just because yeah. what else are you going to do about it? But yeah, I, I don't understand where people think that one party is going to swoop in and save the day because they're not. I yeah. mean, I and I'll, I, I will be the first to admit voted for both or well not i voted for the second george bush i was able to vote by by then mm-hmm. and thought thought you know that oh yeah this is really going to change things and fuck as, as time goes on it's like fuck him fuck I mean, the whole bush family i mean I, i'd still vote for him over the guys he ran against oh for sure but two wrongs don't make a right i guess yeah, exactly you know? the ends doesn't justify the means right. you know i mean it and, and what do you do as a voter? Because you have two choices here, and they both suck, they so both what are you suck. supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, Lesser of two evils. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I just come back it, to say that... At some time, foot has to come to ass. Yeah. You know, I, I agree. Hats off to the Canadians for actually, which, if there's any place you could take over, i got to think Canada is the easiest one. Oh, I've said for years we yeah. should invade Canada and just yeah. take the whole yeah, country. Yeah, we should take the whole thing. Just because I don't want Be neighbors. But yeah. Yeah, I don't like neighbor. You just shove them out. I'm fine with that. <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, though, hats off to them. That truthfully, truthfully, and if you're a Canadian listening, I'm sorry, but you guys, you're you're kind of pussies. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm surprised that that happened in your country. I really am. But, no doubt. But I can't really say much because we've become yeah. very pussified in America. Yeah, we're we're too soft to do it too. And you know, I've said for years, I'm like, if I was president, I would call Mexico and be like, hey, here's the deal: you shut the cartels down. And you you kill off this migration, or we're heading south, and we're not stopping until it's over, and we're keeping what we take. Yeah. So when we get to the Panama Canal, we're taking it back. We're keeping it all, and then we've got lots of nice domestic vacation locations, and you guys can go live in South America because there ain't gonna be no Mexico anymore. Right. We're taking it all. No, I agree. I would. I would. That's how I'd handle it. Right. You know, we've got the National Guard. We've got the military. You don't want to stop it on your end. We'll take care of it on our end. It turns out Mexico gets really small at the bottom. It does. Very small. It's not very hard to defend at that point in time. The wall gets really short. Yeah. Doesn't have to be very long. Yeah. We don't need a 3,000 mile wall now. We're down a couple hundred miles. We're we're taking it all. You guys can stop it on your own or we're taking it from you. Your choice. But I got to think Mexico versus U.S., we win that battle 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. And that's what I would do. The war on drugs has been the biggest blunder yeah. in the history of this country. Because the same people that are fighting the 
or not the people that are actually fighting, but the same people that are pushing it are the same people who are getting paid. Exactly. It's like the war on COVID, right? Is yeah, it not the same difference? Exactly. It's, same it's thing. the same thing. It's the same thing. Same thing. You know, you can't tell me there wasn't a ton of politicians. Global warming, the same shit. The same people that are pushing it are the same people that are getting paid. Yeah. All you got to do is follow the money. Yep. They're not walking everywhere they go. No. They're not living in fucking tiny shanties with no... You know, and I hate to keep going back to the emissions thing, but if politicians want to push this emissions bullshit on you and me and whoever, okay, that's great. Lead by example. Why isn't the presidential limo a hybrid? Why isn't it electric? Why doesn't it have solar panels on the roof? Why isn't it some no-count piece of shit that can go 30 miles and it has to be recharged? No, that thing's got a big block in it. Yeah. But we can't have it. And I don't want the U.S. military to have this. But they don't have emission shit on their stuff. You know why? Because it's not fucking dependable. Exactly. It will not get you through a war. Pause. Time out. We got to regen. Time out. We got to regen. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We got to clean our DPF filter and somebody's got to bring us some death. That's all bullshit. If if that's the way you want it, then we're 100% in. Yeah. Last time I checked, the White House still has electricity, right? Exactly. So unless you're running that motherfucker by candlelight. I didn't see any solar panels on top of it. Right. There's no wind tower next to it. Yeah. We can litter the Midwest with wind towers because, well, nobody cares about the view. I care about the view. Yeah. The, to me, when I run for president, which I probably will, <laughs> that's a, one of the first thing. Well, first thing we're doing is bringing Wiley Coyote back yeah, as no a cartoon. Doubt. No <laughs> Executive doubt. order, Wiley Coyote back on he's the back, He's back. He's back. <laughs> the old ones, the original yeah. ones. And then wherever you're putting fucking windmills, is where the power is. That's where the power is getting used. Yeah. If you want this shit in D.C. or whatever, you're putting the fucking windmills in D.C. Wind blows a lot of places. Exactly. Coincidentally, they don't like to have them where they need it. Yeah. Don't want like, to ruin like we said on a previous podcast, if I was manufacturers, I'd tell California, sorry about your luck. We're dropping the shit on the dock in Nevada. If you want to pick it up in your rickshaw and carry it back yourself, otherwise, we don't give two shits. Exactly. Long term, they'd be way better off. Yep. But nobody wants to have a fucking backbone. Mm-hmm. And it just fucking ripes me to no end. All it would take, John Deere, all them companies to band together and say, you know what? Fuck your tier four motors. Yeah, we we're ain't not doing it. it. We ain't doing it. We're building this we're one selling, motor. We're selling tier two shit in every other country in the world. Yeah. But we got to sell tier four over here. Tier four final. Yeah. With all this bullshit on here that costs a billion freaking dollars yeah. that gains us nothing. Yep. And just for you listeners, you want to know why this ain't a big fancy podcast where, oh, this segment is brought to you by John Deere. Guess what? Because we don't give a fuck on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We're calling a spade a spade. Yeah. They don't want to play the game. So guess what? Fuck you guys. You're in the same boat as anybody else. Yes. That's, it, that's it, the way it, I see it. I'm well, sorry. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. That's, Whether that, you want to love that or hate it. You know? and, and it's not Deere. It's Case. It's all yeah, of them. It's everybody. It's all of them. It's everybody. They, they didn't band together and stand up for it. And Yeah. You know, it is what it is, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of that shit. It's like if they just stand up and say, you know what, we're not doing it. You you want you want these benefits on your end, but you want everybody else to live on this end. No, that's bullshit. Exactly. We're it's for everybody, or we're not doing it. Right. It's sad. It is really sad that it has come to that. And it's it when you get down to the nitty gritty of everything, all of it comes back to money. It always it's does. Greed. It always does. All it is. Yeah. That is all it is. Yep, every time. These politicians will sell their mother's soul down the river for $10, and they're every 75 time. years old and have no business being there, and you've already been there for 40 years. It's like, yeah. just quit and go home. Why Why yeah. would you want to be in that cesspool yeah. with your 
hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. at 70 years old. Just go home. Yeah. What, what, what more do you need? Just- I mean, we put Martha Stewart in prison for allegedly having a stock tip when we've seen how many times where politicians, oh, we're going to shove this, do this, so on and so forth, but they never get hit on it. Yeah. When was the last time you saw one of them get put in prison for it? Exactly. Never. And I'm not sticking up for Martha. I'm not, you know. No, no. But that's just an They've easy, done way easy, worse. easy example. Right. You know? I'm still baffled that Harry Reid didn't have to lay in state at the Capitol for nine fucking <laughs> weeks and everybody have to hear about what a great American hero he yeah, was. Yeah, Dingy Harry. Yeah. What he a was, great guy. He was excellent at real estate. I yeah. mean, you know. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He, he was pretty good at picking out shit the government was going to. Bye, yeah. And he's pretty good at that. <laughs> and they're all guilty of it. Oh, absolutely. I just, I wish the American people would stop. So you know, if you're a lifetime politician, our message to you is grab yourself firmly by the ears and yank. Exactly. It is. Because, I don't know about you, but I've kind of had enough. And I'll give you another prime example. So Mike Madigan. Speaker of the House yeah. of the State of Illinois. Yeah, great dude. The longest-serving Speaker of the House in U.S. history. Mm-hmm. I think he served from roughly 1971, and there was a two-year stint where he somehow shit changed in Illinois in, like, the early 80s. So he wasn't Speaker of the House for two years. But then virtually you and I's entire life. Was always, yeah, always and, the guy. I mean, corruption to the hilt. Yeah. And that's all we ever heard was get rid of Mike Madigan and things will change. Yeah. Well, we've got rid of Mike Madigan now. They finally nabbed his ass on corruption, and yeah. has stuff really changed for you? Because no. it hasn't for me. It hasn't for me, no. So how much more proof? I'm just trying to beat this in people's heads while they drive to Louisville that it does not fucking matter at the ballot box. They don't give a fuck. They don't. No. And you got to take it back at the local level, Tony. You got to start your school board, your town board, your township board. We got to take all those back, take all those over. At some point in time, here's the the problem with America, and I am super guilty of it myself. And this is why I refuse. I will do any work that you want done for any organization that needs done, but I refuse to go to meetings. And here's why. Because at some point in time, stupid people need to be told, that's stupid, we're not doing it. But you can't tell them that anymore, right. and that's why I refuse to serve on any committees, boards, etc. Like, because you can't say that, then you're, next thing you know, you're an asshole. I'm like, you know what? Ben Franklin was an asshole. Thomas Jefferson was an asshole. George Washington was an asshole, if you ask the king. Yeah. Turns out, they were heroes. Right. They built this country. And made it the majestic last best place in the entire world where the best thing that's ever happened to society in general. But they were assholes to the king, if you asked him. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, you just got to stand back and say, you know what? I'm not doing that. That's dumb. Stupid people shouldn't be allowed to talk. We've made the world too safe. All these safety devices. We have we have saved stupid people from themselves. They don't get hurt anymore, et cetera, et cetera. We've, we've made the world too easy. At some point in time, you just got to smack people in the face and be like, hey, what? We're not doing it. That's a shitty idea. Yeah. I'll give you a prime example of sitting on boards. So Shelby County, Illinois, where we live, is literally the second most corrupted county in the state of Illinois. Only second to Cook County. God's on the street. I can believe that. So I'm not even going to go into the treasure trove of shit that illegal that is going on at the county board level. So... 
today went to the courthouse to get a document. Today is February 11th. Just a random Friday, right? Yep. Nothing special. Courthouse closed. We tried to call them like four times. Nobody answered. We're like, that's fucking weird. Let's just go up there. Maybe maybe the number we got online is wrong. Yeah. Who knows? Go up there. Courthouse doors are locked. That's fucking weird. Got to asking around. Do you know what today was? President's Day. Even though President's Day is February 21st, they get that one off too. But today's February 11th, and we get that one off too. So they get they get 15, 15 days off a year due to state and federal holidays. That's not counting your vacation time, your sick time, and whatever else. 15 days of just bullshit holidays yeah. that don't amount to nothing. Yeah. But when you sit on the county board, well, oh, well, goddamn, you know, we, we got to keep these employees happy. We got to keep them here. They always forget who works for who. Yeah, exactly. Guess what? I'm the fucking boss, and you're going to work these days and these days and these days. And if you don't like it, then hit the fucking road. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Find another job that, yeah. that pays that for doing that. Yeah. They're not available in the private sector. And that's where they always have the disconnect. They act like the... Well, if these people quit, the, the county's just going to collapse and fold. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you. That is, nobody runs a business that way. Did you get today off? No, I did not. Are you going to get President's Day off? No. Well, guess what? There's fucking two days right there that the county just got yeah. for nothing that yeah. the private sector ain't going to get. Ain't going to get. And it's bullshit. I'll be honest with you. Half the presidents we had, I wouldn't celebrate if they were going to give me the day off. No. I'd go to work anyway. Oh, FDR, to point. pick up any fucking textbook. Oh, FDR is the greatest, greatest president ever. Fucking yeah. socialist piece of fuck. Yeah. You're talking about a guy that partnered with Joseph Stalin. I'll agree Hitler was a bad guy. But you partnered with Stalin. Who killed more people than fucking Hitler? more people than Hitler? I don't know. doesn't justify the means. Yeah. You picked a, a very shitty path on that. Yeah. And cost us billions and billions of dollars in the Cold War, et cetera. And if you look at half of the around. socialist bullshit in this country now, it's yes. thanks to FDR, Social Damn Security, right. and all this fucking Damn shit. Right. If they would tell me tomorrow, or if I could go in tomorrow, and I would say, you know what? All the shit I paid into Social Security, you, you the, can the have it. I want to opt out. Yep. You can have it all. Just let me out. Yep. I'm not paying no more, but I'm not collecting either. Yeah. You can fucking have it. But no, you can't do oh, that. They won't let you do that. Exactly. Yeah. Their ultimate goal is for you to collect it for about two months and then die because yeah. they always they always wave the numbers right yeah. in front of your face. Well, if you work one more year, you can get an extra three hundred dollars. Yeah, and then another yeah. year you can get another two hundred. Yeah, fuck you of your own money back that you already paid in. Yeah. yeah, that's a great system. It's a giant Ponzi scheme. Well, we're coming we're coming into tax season. It's yeah. February, right? I just lo- love the people who I'm getting ten thousand dollars back on my tax. Well, congratulations for getting your own fucking money back, interest-free, that you let the government use all year. Exactly. You who? Yeah. I don't fucking understand. Or the unearned tax credit. That's my favorite one. So I paid jack and shit in, but I'm getting money back. How does that work? Oh, almost like that's somebody else's money. Yeah. Yeah. They know goddamn well if your employer didn't take the money out of your check, they would never get it. If you had to physically write the check every April 15th for $10,000 or what, I've said number. this forever. It, you know, when the first stimulus deal was happening or whatever, there was talk for a little bit that there wasn't going to be any FICA, no, no bullshit stuff pulled out of your check for January and February of that year. I told my wife, I'm like, that's great. I sincerely hope they do that. She's like, why? I'm like, because there'll be a revolution in March. Exactly. See what I mean? I'm like, once people realize what they actually make yeah. versus what they actually get, the trucker strike will look like a pimple on a dog's ass. 
Yeah. There'll be a way bigger push after that. And the average employee. That's why they killed it quick. That ain't going to happen. Right. We'll, We'll give you. We'll give you $500 back of your own money, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. how about you just let me keep what I made? Yeah. You know, but they ain't going to do that. That's what just baffles me about the American people, that the government will rape you for $10,000, yeah. and you don't bat an eye. But when they say, hey, we're going to give you $500 back, yeah. everybody's like, oh, my God, Biden's the best president. Or yeah. It don't matter if it's Biden or Trump or Obama, yeah. whoever. They're just the greatest people. Look at all this money I got back. It's like, well, yeah, they come. I mean, I'll do that all day long yeah. if I say... You give me a million dollars, and I'm going to slide you a hundred grand back under the table. Yeah, I'll do that all day all long. All day long. You just tell me when and where to sign up. I'll yeah. be more than happy to take advantage of it. Yeah, no doubt. And but they like fucking that, it goes back to our things. We've got it too easy. I mean, I'm not. We they, do. I'm not excluding myself from that category. You know, like you said earlier, if you'd have told your grandpa about the shit we're going through now, they'd have picked up a, a freaking M1 Grand and stormed the Capitol. Yeah. I mean, that, they just would have. Yeah. You know, but now it's like, well, we'll give a little, get a little, and we just keep, it's a slippery slope, and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. At some point in time, foot's got to come to ass. I agree. That's just where it is. And I don't know what it will ever take. I, You know, I heard people two years ago, oh, I think we're going to have a revo- revolution. I don't think that's ever going to happen. People are too comfortable. They're, and they're people don't comfortable. realize that in 1776, or even leading up to that, it, would, it didn't have to be that exact year, the people who had the most to lose were the guys foot in the fucking bill. And they were not old people. Exactly. They were our, they were way younger they, than they us. They could have said, you know what? I'm a fucking multimillionaire. I don't care if you guys are paying more taxes. Yeah. Just I shut up. Two shits. I don't drink that much tea. Yeah. Go you fuck know. yourselves. I'm, I'm allergic to tea. Yeah. yeah. I'm living high on the hog. You guys deal with it. Yeah. But they didn't. They but said, they didn't. you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of them guys went from multimillionaires to fucking nothing. Zero. Yeah. Nothing. And the government wouldn't even back their loans after the war. Yeah, that's exactly right. But, yeah, we've come to the point. All it would take in this country is if tomorrow if they just shut every cell phone off. Just shut the cell phones off. Do you know how many people won't drive from my house to 20 miles away without a cell phone in their car? Oh, an insane amount. A bunch. Yeah, almost everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to control them? Just say, you know what, fine. Either get the vaccine or shut yourself. Do you remember when when UPS shut down? I don't know if they went on strike or what their deal was. It it was probably... Mid late nineties when they went on strike, you want to shut the world down or the U.S. Take UPS out. Yeah, leave the USPS. Yeah. They're inefficient as fuck. Yeah, well, we tried <laughs> to the use that character. as an alternate route, and that that is a shit show. That does not work. UPS is down. The whole world's down. It is. It's over. Yeah. It, it just baffles me that a company like U.S. or I'm sorry, UPS can come in and make several millions to maybe billions in profit doing yeah. the same thing that the USPS does Yeah, who loses millions of dollars. Everybody the government is so good. They lose money at the snack bar on Amtrak. Exactly. There's no competition there. Right. Like, you know, you got a hundred grand in it. You sell it for more than a hundred grand or you don't sell it. Nope. They lose money. Yeah. How the fuck do you lose money when you have a captive market? But that's the beauty of the government, but they don't have to turn a profit. Exactly, because you and I are the prophet. We just have to yeah, give them more keep, money. We just keep giving it to them and going on. Yeah, it's it's unreal. It, it is, is out of control. I don't know what the answer is, but we have went way long. beyond long. But yeah. luckily, everybody's driving to Louisville. Listen, no to doubt. This. And so the moral of this story is: is you go to the farm show and you look at you know shit that's super expensive. Buy all of it you can because the government needs your money. 
And uh, buy everything you can because, well, the companies can't stay in business otherwise. So, And just remember, when you walk through the John Deere booth, you just gave their union a big raise. Yeah. Remember that? If prices went up 10%, almost like their wages went up. And they're going to go up, what, 5% a year for a couple years? Yeah, for a while. They got a pretty good gig out of that. Yeah. Yeah. But But anyway, come find us in Louisville. We'll be around there. Come look us up. I'll be in Broadbent most of the week. Tony, yeah. will, Tony will be here and there, so we'll yep. be glad I'll be, to see you. I'll be milling around here, there, and yonder, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to yeah, be a good it's time. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. I really do. going to be a great time. Don't be a stranger if you see me, yeah. seriously. I I'll, mean, if you're a union-bleeding blue Democrat, like, still come up and say hi. We won't tell you to go. Exactly. We can agree to, to disagree. Yeah. Which, we're, we're good we're good people. We, we're a little deep into this one, and we maybe got a little carried away. <laughs> Had a lot of beer. But Let's see, two, four, six, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. If Keystone counts as beer, Tony's had a few, but <laughs> yeah. uh, so we're all good with it. It's fine, and uh, we, you know, we'll get along. I, I think the take home, honestly, honestly, if you're still listening to this, you've made it this far. The take home should be us, the blue collar fucking workers, yeah. against these cocksuckers in DC. We have the power. We're just too damn dumb to use exactly. it. Exactly, and. Quit this division, Republican, yeah. Democrat, whatever. It is us against those motherfuckers that don't care about you yeah. or nobody else. Think about your politicians. Think about how, when was the last time they put an honest day's work in. Next time you're stooping yeah. a grain bin, next time you're shoveling yeah. shit, next time you're working till 2 in the morning to get your crop planted, think about, has any one of those son of bitches ever done that? Yeah. No. They when was the last time they wrote a check for payroll? Yeah. They haven't done it. Yeah. Most of those guys, if, if you had to hire people to run a lemonade stand, for profit, you wouldn't hire any one of those exactly. bitches. You know why? Because none of them have ever done it. Exactly. So let that be the connecting point. We're yeah. all in this together. We're all and in it together. Those cocksuckers are excluded. <laughs> They're excluded. And if we got a trucker strike at like Canada, let's trucker strike at Canada. Maybe we get something going to Louisville. Like, hey, yeah. you know what? We're marching this deal. Right. Roll on. That's right. what we got to do. Because I'm honestly not. I swear to God, I am not anti-Democrat. I'm anti-liberal. Yes. I'm not anti... It's it's okay to have differing opinions. Yes. Maybe you say to plant beans first, I say to plant corn first. Do we have to be mortal enemies? No. 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 It's okay to have differing opinions, but this fucking shit of what these guys are doing is dividing this yeah. country in a big way, yes. and it's it's not working. The bottom line is, we got to stick together, and we got to tell the man to stick it up his... Exactly. You know what, and... We ain't taking it anymore. If you're a hardworking American who loves this country and ain't laying on your ass, you're on my side. Seriously. Yeah, if you've Seriously. laced up some work boots anytime recently, you're on our team. I agree. I agree 100%. But those fuckers in Washington have never, ever had to do no. that, and they never will. And They, they wouldn't will take, even know where to get work boots. They will take everything you got if you let them. And, and be I, damn glad to have it. Yeah. And that, I don't care if that's Republican or Democrat. Democrat, doesn't matter. Either one will gladly take it. Absolutely. And forget you ever existed. Yeah. So anyway, we're gonna sign off here. We we ran long. Oh yeah. Way and long. Uh, but we we figured you guys were driving, and we didn't want to make you have to switch stuff while you were driving and push buttons or whatever. So uh, we'll see you all at the farm show, and uh, can't wait for it. Yep. See you guys there. <laughs>